0: My God, I forgot it again. someday I'm gonna to remember to and set that off. also <laughs> panic. What the fuck do you have on your TV in reverse oh, right now? In reverse, it's in reverse. <laughs> it's in reverse. I Skype mirrors. I I, I I thought I had it. Thought I was clever. There we go. On nope stick. there you go. That's better. That, that, that's. That's much better now whether or not anybody actually ends up being able to read that's another thing but we'll get the, we'll get the uh, the magnifying glass out so, ladies and gentlemen welcome to another technical alpha it is Friday August the what is this the 18th I think yes 2017 uh, I'm losing track of days this week but that's okay that's actually not that far out of the out of the norm we got a good show lined up for you uh, you guys and girls out there today uh, quite a bit to talk about and uh, Oh, uh, enough, enough that possibly not everything on this list will even be worked in this week, but we'll uh, we'll make a, a a run for the border one way or another. Which border, gentlemen? How is everyone doing today? Has everyone managed to uh, not kill anyone this week? Uh, not, 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 not get themselves into, into too much trouble. I, I actually just heard before we went live, Mister Black, you've had. You've had more luck this week with with vehicles. Have you considered by any chance becoming a permanent pedestrian and just giving up cars altogether?
1: Yeah, it's crossed my mind, that's for sure. (laughs) It's crossed my mind.
0: (laughs) You're just sitting there going, you know what? At this point, it's going to be like Russia. Somebody's going to throw themselves on the front of my car when I'm parked at a red light and try and claim insurance off of me, hitting them. What else could possibly... Go wrong. What exactly did happen? Did you, like, like, how the fuck
1: uh, did that even come to be? I finally got the call that my car was regulated, so I went down and dropped off the loaner SL63, picked up my C63, and um, basically recorded another delivery video, came home, edited it, put it up on YouTube, and went out. I... When I left the house, I had my cameras in my hand and I was like, Jeff, just leave the cameras at home and just go and enjoy your fucking car. Just go (laughs) out, just you and the car and just drive. Just drive. (laughs) Just make noise. Just go do whatever you need to do. You don't need to record nothing. You've already got your video done. Go. So, all right, fine. So, I literally had that conversation with myself and (laughs) I go. And I drive maybe 15 kilometers. And I'm sitting at a red light. And there's a guy in front of me. He's sitting there at a red light. I'm the second one in line. I'm just sitting there just chilling. Not doing anything out of the norm. Got my elbow sitting on the window listening to uh, Nav's album. And I saw something in my rear view mirror very quickly And it got my attention, so I looked up, and the moment I looked up, bang, somebody hits me from behind. My foot comes off the pedal or off the brake. My car jolts forward, and I slam my brake before I hit the car in front of me. Thank God that I didn't hit the car in front of me because that just would have been a nightmare. And I get out. And um, there's a guy to my left. This is like right at Kent Road, right, right in front of Burrito Jacks. There's a guy, I guess, just came right out of Burrito Jacks. And all I heard was, oh, shit. Oh, you fucked up, son. Oh. <laughs> and everybody, like when you see my car, right, it stands out. Like everybody. Was there like, was there like one black
0: guy leaving no, Burrito it was, Jacks who no, just a saw white this? Like,
1: <laughs> it was a white dude. It was a white dude. Um, and then there was like a crowd of people and they were just like, oh, and everybody was pointing at my car and shit. And I I knew like it had to have been bad as everybody was going, oh, fuck. So I look at the guy. The guy looks dumbfounded. He's just older white dude looks to be like in his early 60s, late 50s, sitting there in his piece of shit. Crown Vic that has, you know, I'm not hating on the Vic. But I'm hating on the fact that every corner of that Vic was fucked. I mean, it looked like he hit things on a daily basis. So (laughs) it infuriated me. So I'm like, dude, pull over. And we pull over. And uh, I get out of my car. I'm like, you just hit my car, man. I was like, I just got this two hours ago. It's a brand new car. I was like, you better have insurance. He's like, yeah, I have insurance. And we pull into the, the driveway or a parking lot. And uh, this guy doesn't give a fuck. He never, he never once said, sorry, dude, my bad, nothing. I asked him if he was hurt. He was like, nah, I'm fine. And he, he I go, so what happened? I'm We're sitting at a red light. Like, how do you hit me? His excuse, which made me want to punch him in his face was I was too busy admiring your car and I and at that point I was like if this guy was 20 years younger and I didn't feel like getting arrested or getting sued or charged or whatever things he was going to do I would have. I wanted to hit I was so mad dude I was I but I kept it cool I never once yelled at him I never once swore at him I never once did any of that stuff because everybody reacts to things like that differently I don't know if he was like in shock from it and he just he was just processing it differently or he just didn't give a shit, you know, because whenever somebody I mean, when you hit a car like that, like every like that's like your worst nightmare, like literally your worst nightmare. Like when somebody sees a car like that and and you're thinking, did I really just hit that car out of all the cars on the street right now? That's the one that I decide to hit. So I don't know if he was like, oh, I'm screwed. Like my insurance is wrecked or whatever. But he tore up my, um, he r- broke my carbon fiber in the back. Um, there's two uh, bumps on the back of my car that are there. They're they're kind of an ugly design, but they're there to protect the vehicle. They're the five mile an hour the, bumpers. They're, yes. Like, they're, they're the, the, they're the, the, crumpler the, the crumpler. Canadian specials. Yeah, yeah, so, or the, sorry, the North American specials. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not like that in Europe. It's just a North American thing. Good thing they are there because if it wasn't, it would have hit the frame of my car and it may have actually damaged the vehicle. But fortunately, it's just more of a cosmetic thing. Um, no major damage, just a couple of dings on the paint and a couple of little tiny dents on the um the back panel. And the carbon fiber is completely like destroyed. Um, and then, the, of course, the two bumps, those are wrecked. So uh, I took it to the insurance yesterday. They said there's and because it's a special paint, the Mac Gray, they they said you're if they try and mold the shape of it back, they'll never get the same look as it does in factory. And well, also be a new
2: bumper and they have yeah, got to repaint and, that bumper. Your car's exactly. new enough that they don't have to color match the paint. Exactly. You have to get the same color. It's literally what? Like that's literally it.
1: Yeah. It, it, yeah. the, the car, The well, the car is a month old and it's, you know, it was stored for the vast majority of it. So the sun didn't get at it. So he said yeah. instead of trying to match the paint and re- trying to reconstruct the look of your car, he said there's just no way. Like, it's a brand new car. Obviously, you know, if the car was a year old or two years old, they, w- they, the would, they would probably try and match the paint and stuff like that. But instead, they're just going to order a whole new back panel, a whole new carbon fiber. Rip his insurance. I mean, just rip it. Rip it right there. Probably ten, twelve grand. Yeah, that's that was the estimate between ten and fifteen. Over, it's like thirty four, thirty six hundred dollars just for the carbon fiber piece, and then the 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 whole back panel is got to be. Do they have to
2: readjust um, the right exhaust because you were mentioning it kind of drooped down? Yeah. So, or
1: was it just like a tension thing? Yeah, that's what it it was. Just a tension thing. Basically, the, the the whole the whole thing was hanging. Um, there's clamps that clamp the carbon fiber to the frame of the car or the panel. Those cl- a couple of those clamps got snapped, and so it was drooping, but when I got it home, I managed to put the- lift the car up some and clip the ones that were still intact so that everything is kind of still in place, and now that that's there the exhaust isn't drooping anymore so, so it was more
2: just a carbon fiber just got dislodged and the five the five mile an hour bumpers got crumpled yeah if there's still damage on the bumper but it's not as bad
1: yeah yeah damage. Does that video on the, looked pretty bad yeah the damage on the bumper um carbon fiber is wrecked but it doesn't look bad honestly when i'm looking at the car right now you can't even notice the damage unless you're looking for it so if you're you know, if you're up close, which, sadly, a lot of people are looking at my car in detail because people want to go and check out your car. So they, they obviously notice that one of the safety bumps is damaged the most. That's what you can see the most. But the carbon fiber and stuff, it's just – it's got some dents and some some white cracking in it. Um, but the, the frame itself, you can't really notice – the the little tiny dents and nicks unless you're like right up close but it doesn't matter it all has to get replaced well, I mean
2: if you're lucky if you're lucky it's just going to be a couple of bolts to pop off the back panel and those pop on a new one Oh that's it yeah
1: I don't care I yeah. actually don't care if they had to take the whole car apart cuz it's not going to be my insurance <laughs> dealing with it anyway so they can just foot the labor and the good thing about it was is the guy's insurance was the same as mine so same company so they didn't have to like email another insurance company and go back and forth it was basically I, f- I claimed uh, after I went to the police station and filed a report, they called or I called the insurance. They called him. He was like, yeah, I was at fault. As soon as he said that, that was the show. And I don't have to use it, pay a deductible or anything. His insurance covers everything. Now, the shitty part about all this is it is likely going to show up on the record of my car because it's going to be it's going to be over a certain amount. They don't know for sure, but. Chances are it's going to, which if I were to try and get rid of the car four or five years down the road, for whatever reason, it's going to depreciate the value I'm, in some way. I'm um, pretty
2: sure if a shopping cart hits your car, it would show up in a report due to it being too expensive.
1: Yeah. So, so that's, that's the, that's the shitty thing. And the, and so I called my lawyer today and I asked him like, can I sue this guy, uh, for depreciation? And unfortunately, and I also asked my insurance dude, and it's funny cause my, my adjuster, um, the guy who's handling my case, when I called him today, he said, you're not going to believe it, man, but I've watched your video on YouTube of what happened, and I realized that I'm the guy in charge of your file. <laughs> so it was kind of like, oh, well, a small world. Um, But he told me and lawyer told me that you're not allowed to sue somebody. There's a law in Nova Scotia that if you're in an accident, insurance, takes care of it, insurance will not cover depreciation, and you cannot in any way, shape, or form sue the person um, that got into an accident for you for depreciation. There's, it's like a law, there's like a law against it, which is ridiculous because it, because I was like, well, what happens if, you know, somebody doesn't like you and they just want to ram their car into you, and they know they have insurance. So, you know, insurance just covers the the car to make it look like what it was before, but if there's any depreciation, (laughs) that's it. (laughs) I want to say I
0: want to say that if you're in such crazy circumstances that somebody hates your ass so much and you just got a brand new crazy expensive car and they'd go take a fucking Pontiac Firefly and run it into the ass end of her just to fuck your Equifax Carfax fucking price. I think I think your your bigger situation here is not worrying about the depreciation. It's that somebody hated you so fucking much that they went out of their way to ruin their own insurance just to fuck your car up.
1: It's well, yeah, crazy. but I'm just I'm just saying like, you know, <laughs> even even accidentally it's is it is it fair that you get a brand new car somebody hits it and you it, you haven't even really driven the car yet and they treat it as if it's a you know a 91 Camry and it's you know however however old obviously it's hard to gauge depreciation on a car so old but something that is brand new it's kind of obvious um you know the impact that that has on that specific vehicle
0: Yeah well I mean I guess I guess I guess all I guess ultimately yeah it it, it is unfortunate I don't <laughs> yeah I guess it's just like it's like a uh I guess they're probably looking at it the province is probably looking at it like you know what the percent chance of this scenario happening is like winning the fucking lottery like I when I heard that you when I heard that this happened my first thought was he better been on his way to the fucking corner store to buy himself a scratch ticket because this motherfucker's got the greatest luck in the world in the last month. Um it, like just the odds are crazy. So just to clarify, this wasn't like you didn't leave the lot and then it happened. You had the car home for us yeah. for a bit and then went got back in the car and then yeah. went, went out for a
1: drive. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. That's uh, crazy. I had it it's, for like two hours and then he hit me. That's funny. <laughs> I had it literally <laughs> in you my were in the honeymoon for period. Two hours. <sighs> Didn't even have my po- okay. Oh, also, I know, I know, I'm going on. I got pulled over today. That's fine. So listen to this. Oh no, I get pulled over today. Or I'm driving in Spryfield, and uh, one of my tenants had an issue with a leak in a in a basement sink. So I went down there to go and assess the uh, the problem. So I'm leaving the place, get all that taken care of. I leave the leave the house. I'm driving down. Uh, Going towards Dumbrak And I see two cops Turning left to go towards Dumbrak Now I'm saying this to Adam Because Adam knows the area But everybody else ain't gonna yeah, know yeah. shit So to, they're in the left lane Getting ready to turn on to Dumbrak And I'm on the right lane Just going straight up towards the Petrocan Up by the old Terex So I see the two cops And I knew 100% I turned on my camera And I said I just drove past two cops Guaranteed one's gonna come around And pull me over because I just finished getting my car to breako period, so I was in Sport Plus mode, and I wasn't I, I wasn't driving fast, but my car is loud, right? So it was crackling and popping and going, doing all that stuff, right? So I'm I'm driving past, and uh, lo and behold, cop comes, one of the cops come out from the side, so I'm getting pulled over. As soon as I turn left in the Herring Cove Road, just driving past Petro, the lights come on, pull me over. So. This is this this is where it gets even dumber, and my where I should be buying a lottery ticket. Pulls me over, comes up. He goes, uh, license and registration. I said, "Yep, I had already had it ready for you. I figured you're gonna pull me over when I drove past two cops. Like I was already kind of in a bad mood. I didn't say it in like a mean way, but I said it in like a uh, and and this in is a, my luck way. Yeah, this yeah, this is you know I just you know I I just figured this was gonna happen, and he said. Well, that's what happens when you don't have a license plate. I said, well, there's a temporary plate right there. Um, he said, license registration. So I give him license registration. He goes around, temporary plate. He goes, uh, yeah, your temporary plate's expired. Said, said, uh, no, it's not. I just got the car back two days ago. I just got into an accident the other day, and I was down at the police station, and I went through all the stuff. No, he said, no, it's expired. Look at this. So I... I turn around, I look at it, and my sales guy accidentally writes the wrong month on <laughs> on the registration. So I'm now going, what? I'm I'm going this 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 cannot be this cannot be it. So he looks down at my insurance, he goes, uh, yeah, your insurance is expired too. I said, what? My insurance is expired. He hands me the he hands me the insurance. I look at the insurance card. It expired yesterday. So what happened with my insurance card is they gave me a temporary thirty day card when I originally got the car in July. So from July, I got it July eleventh, which is where it was uh was like issued till July uh, seventeenth. Is oh I got it. Yeah, it was good till July seventeenth, essentially. And uh, he goes, um, yeah, you're 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 your car's not registered and you don't have insurance i said i said man i'm driving a brand new car you and i both know that this is insured and registered i just got it off the lot i hand them all the papers that they sent me i'm like i i didn't go to the, so the dmv was closed yesterday because the or it wasn't closed it was open but their entire network was down so i i went to the dmv and none of the computers were were working so I said, "All right, fine. I got 30 days to do this anyway. It's no big deal." And I drove around today for 4 hours breaking in my car cuz it was getting so close to break-in period. If I would have just if I knew my shit was expired, I just would have went and got it done today. But I had I figured 30 days. So he goes back to his car and he's like, "Yeah, I'll check out on that accident." So he goes back to the car. He realized I'm telling him the truth about the accident. He said, "Well, it doesn't add up." Why why did you tell me you just got the car 2 days ago when your insurance gave you the insurance for the car last month? I said, "Well, when I got the car, I had it for 2 days and it wasn't regulated in North America, so I had to give the car back." And I just got the car back. This guy was like dumbfounded. Like he thought he thought I was just you could tell he was like this guy is making up all <laughs> this shit right now. He's he's making up all this stuff. <laughs> and so at this point I'm like, "Uh, um, and I said listen man I've got insurance the reason why my my actual insurance card isn't here is because I got in the accident and all my paperwork is sitting in my basement right now because I had to call insurance and the, the I just happened to have my temporary one still in the in the dash cuz I usually just keep my insurance in my wallet So I I was like you know I'm sorry man I I I, I this is just a really you know fucky situation I didn't say fucky but you know this is just A, a big <laughs> a big mishap You know it is what it is so he comes back With a ticket and I'm like is this guy Really giving me a fucking ticket right now Like I didn't do anything wrong And so he gives me He gives me a ticket he said uh, I'm gonna let you off on the On the uh, the, the plate because I think he knew that it was It was like a legit plate But it was and even on the back of it It had the right date but I didn't know but in the front where it said the marker, it was the wrong date. So he said, "I'm going to let you off in that, but I'm going to give you this $1,300 fine for no insurance." I said, "I said, man, I was like, really?" And and he, and he was like, "He was like, why are you getting frustrated with me, man?" He's like, "Your car's not registered, and you got no valid insurance." And I'm like, "Well, you got me there, but you under." I was like, "You and I both know it's a brand new car, and it's it, it is legit." I was just at the police station. I was like, "You you know that this like." That I'm not, I'm not lying here. And he was like, he was like, go down to the courthouse, give them proof of insurance. They'll, they'll, they'll wipe the ticket. I was like, all right, man, if that's what you got to do, I was like, all right, man, thank you.
2: <laughs>
1: and so oh, I call, I call fuck. up Mercedes, and I said, I said, uh, I said, James, man, you put the wrong date on my car. And uh, he's like, oh, fuck. So I went down to there and they they gave me the right one. Now it's got a temporary on there for 30 days. So that was, you know, that was just, it was just a big circumstance of fuckery. Like, it, I just couldn't believe it. Like, it was one thing after another, after another, after another. Dude, I'm not even joking you right now
0: sell Sell that fucking car
1: (laughs) sell that fucking car before it
0: kills you because that is the only natural progression from here is it legitimately fucking kills you those that's the only like how how do you go up from where you are oops a telephone pole appeared in the middle of the fucking road and now you're wrapped around it that's about as up as you can go from this situation so holy shit go buy that prius so does the c63 (laughs) come with the m4 performance package (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well uh, uh at least you have it yeah yes. Yeah. <laughs> i guess is the upside to all this and with absolutely zero and i mean zero segue you can't really segue We're that moving. anyway there is no segue from that except you know you got fucked he got fucked so bad. Yep. Actually, no. I can segue this. Here we go. Jeff got fucked, and Sega is getting fucked, but in the best way possible. I got this. It's okay. We've we've probably. You don't have I'm guessing that, one. that was bad. Well, that's that's the best I had. Uh, so so I think you guys have probably heard about it too at this point. Sonic Mania. You've at least seen it in passing somewhere or heard about it. So it released. And, uh, lo and behold, Sonic Mania is pretty fucking awesome. Uh, real shocker on that one, but the, the funny thing I- I- about Sonic Mania is, and I don't know how many people actually know about this, so, we all know that, uh, that Sonic games have not been particularly good for a really long time. And by that, I mean they almost approached having something decent with Sonic Generations. And other than that, Sonic Adventure it's, was pretty been, good. it's been a pretty interesting period for Sonic. Uh, th- so there there's two teams that Sega has dedicated to Sonic titles, and they've been playing, you know, catch out in the backyard with, uh, with the, the IP for quite some time. Eventually, what ends up happening... In some weird, crazy way, the specifics of which I'm not hundred <laughs> percent sure about, but but the 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 idea is the team that made Sonic Mania is like a a random assortment of people that are um, old modders, uh, ROM hackers, uh, fan game creators, and uh, artists, everything from the top to bottom, pretty much exclusively. With very little exception, they're all just like a, a group of people that have been on their own time dealing with and playing around with Sonic games for like 15 years. Sega says, alright guys, we're tired of getting shit on by the entire internet community for producing Sonic games that we think are pretty good, but as it turns out, no one I likes. guess they think that aren't that good. So... If you think you motherfuckers can do it better than Team Sonic can, go right the fuck ahead. And so they go away, and they, they create the 2D, side-scrolling, but widescreen, 60 FPS, uh, completely redrawn, high-level-of-detail uh, of pixel art and animation, Sonic for the ages. It's incredible music. Pretty much the old-school
2: Sonic, but just meant to run on, like, modern stuff. It looks Absolutely. like Sonic 2 and 3 and whatever.
0: A hundred percent. You can play as Tails and Knuckles and Sonic and they have like, and there's so much in this game and it's all so PC, well done. Sony, Switch, Xbox, like, <laughs> released everywhere. So it releases and the reviews start rolling in and they're all fire. All the reviews are coming in, and everyone's loving this game. It is the highest-rated Sonic title in well since basically the internet has been reviewing games and giving them scores. And unfortunately for for Sega, they are in the they're about to, and they're not just a future future release their own mainline Sonic title. I can't even remember what the name Sonic of this next forces. one is. That's it. Sonic Forces, which is almost guaranteed to be a steaming pile of shit. Yeah, so you've got the, the main reviews Sonic have team. Said,
2: the press reviews have yeah. said, we are scared about this game. We, it, it's <laughs> so freaking weird.
0: so so you get the modders that sega was like go fucking do it if you think you can do it better than us and then the main sonic team and one came out amazing and the other one looks like complete garbage and now here we are but i i didn't think i'd see the day but here we are i i kind of want to play it i actually i I haven't
2: i played it earlier today i got it on the switch i was playing really yeah i played it on the train ride home and how did it play on the Switch? Did it did it, you know, um, run there's well? There's a um so this is this is the caveat. There's a weird bug on the Switch is that the home button to like go back to the menu in Sonic Mania doesn't always respond. Like you might have to smack it a few times and it will work. Other than that, performance <laughs> has been amazing. <laughs> like All the, that, nothing wrong with that. The game plays just fine. Like I was sitting there and I'm like And this old guy next to me is like, is that a ROM or something? I'm like, no, they just released this game.
0: (laughs) he's like, oh, sick. I just, the best thing about, I'm so, I'm happy for two reasons. One, I'm happy that Sonic finally has a really good fucking game because Sonic, the old Sonic games are dope. And now we've got an honest to God, good Sonic game for the first time in forever. And I'm doubly happy because it is the biggest if, if this doesn't wake Sega up and go, fuck, we don't know what we're doing with our own shit anymore. We need to go find some other people that know what they're doing. Then I give up entirely like because the only they're going to release. I've ever yeah. wanted
2: from Sega for a Sonic game is either give me like a more polished Sonic adventure without anything too crazy. Or give me like, you know how they made that Mario with like the 3D sprites and everything in a 3D environment, but it's a 2D side scroller. Yes. Give me a good one of those that actually
0: runs well. For Sonic. Yeah, and I'm happy. People have been telling Sega directly for, well, I mean, we can almost say Sonic decades, Sonic doesn't plural. need to be complicated. Like, we, we're approaching decades, plural, and, and people are not getting complicated with it. They've told them over and over again, and Sega just keeps pumping out this garbage, you know, Shadow, the fucking Hedgehog, whatever, the shit, Werewolf. Thing that they've been doing for the last for the last seventeen years, and now we finally have this good game. I don't know, Jeff, have you seen anything from this? Uh, yeah, yeah, this I thing? Saw, I the saw Collector's both edition them. actually looks you know, pretty cool.
1: I actually don't think the Sonic Forces looks all that bad. I think it looks kind of cool. I, I like the art design on it, but I just I haven't been a fan of Sonic for a very very long time. So to me, it doesn't matter either way. I'm happy that they came out with a a community based Sonic. And I'm happy it's doing well. And that's pretty much it. At least people have that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just enjoy you look, it. You just,
0: my, 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 one of my favorite things is a comparison, a video comparison from like, you know, the classic when you start a Sonic game, Sonic pops up from the fucking circle, he gives you the fucking thumbs up or whatever the shit, you know, in, 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 in the starting screen. So they, they compared Sonic Mania's starting screen which I followed the guy on Twitter who did the uh, the animation for it, the, the pixel art for it, and they show that. And it is like, I don't know how many frames a second it is, but it was an absurd amount of work for, for this, this starting logo, and it smoothed this friggin' baby's ass. And then on the other side was the last Sonic release, and there was like five frames of animation, and I was like, fuck this shit. They can't even take their own game seriously anymore. And I was so happy when it came out, and, it, and it's doing well now. I mean, you know, to Jeff's point and, uh, you know, personally as well, I'm not like, I I don't love Sonic so much that I play in the Sonic games. I'm a Sonic
2: fanboy. Like, I've been disappointed for the past 15 years.
0: Yeah. So, I, I'm sad. I've always been sad with how they've handled the franchise, but I, I, I've, you know, I played Generations. It was, you know, pretty good, whatever. Um, but I've just been, I've just been sad watching... Sega fumble with this fucking franchise for so long. And so it's, it just seemed, I feel, I feel vindicated, like <laughs> by proxy <laughs> through these people doing this, doing this, the this game. So yeah, I don't know. I haven't decided I'm going to play it yet. Um, but uh, I might just buy it to support it. Just, just here. Yes. This is what I want to see you do with this, with, you know, with this franchise. This is exactly the direction that you should you should go with and maybe forces turns out to not be complete you know complete trash because generations like i said was also not uh a complete misfire um so we'll we'll see but i think the problem that it's going to have you is make that your now own characters
2: and you get the mechanics based on the pieces you choose to equip it so it could get really messy
0: yeah we'll see how it how it turns out i think if it didn't release after sonic mania it had a better shot but now it's going to be scrutinized i think uh a hell of a lot harder uh coming out on the tail end of uh of Sonic Mania. But yeah, so there you go. So uh congratulations to the the Sonic Mania team, a bunch of dudes that have just been doing this for fun for 15 plus years and now they're seeing it uh you know come to fruition. So uh congrats to to them for that. I had this put in here just because I don't know what uh, we 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 briefly talked about um during E3. Uh, about it during E3, but I don't know if I got uh, Jeff's thoughts on it very much yet, uh, or if he's watched much of it. He's probably watching the trailer right now. Um, So, Monster Hunter World. Monster Hunter, for me, has always been a series that I've looked at from a distance and been like, man, that's a fucking awesome idea. I like that as a game concept. Nobody else really does it nearly as well as the Monster Hunter franchise does it but it's always been on a handheld that I just would never in a million years want to sit down and play for that long because it's a game that you have to spend a lot of time on to get anywhere in and just uncomfortable to, to, to play for long periods for me. And I've always thought that once, you know, it wasn't always on handheld, but in more recent you know years and for the longest time it has been on Nintendo stuff only. My thing about it was always looking at this game... Like this, this is the type of game that on a console or on the on the PC would be fucking epic, because you're uh, you know the the, you're in almost arena style stuff. So they can pump the graphics up. You're talking about fighting big ass monsters with many stages of combat with a bunch of people and a lot of gear and stuff. It's it's a, a simple concept, but a, a difficult game to master type deal. I mean, it's pretty and much so, boss battles you gear up for. Like you're like, I am hunting this yeah. monster. You have
2: to like research and do what you need to do. Get your equipment, get the stuff put together, and then you go and fight the boss. You have to like learn everything about it before you do it.
0: Absolutely. And so when I saw when I saw Monster Hunter World, one, I was mind fucked that they're actually doing it on a console and PC. I didn't think that would that would ever happen. And two. I was surprised at just how good it looked like it translated to console and, and PC because it looks pretty friggin' badass. I, I put this in here because I, I already have a, ve- a, a decent idea about how Panic and I feel, but but Mr. Black, how do you feel, if anything, about Monster Hunter World? Does it is it something that looking at it? as somebody that's probably not invested at all in the franchise now that it's coming to a more common, you know, market on on the the PS4 or the PC where you're going to be spending more of your time, is it something that you look at that and go, yeah, that looks pretty cool, maybe I'll give it a shot? Because I think that's probably part of the reason why it's coming to these places in the first uh, in you know, in the first place um is to get it to a bigger market. So does does what they've shown pull your interest at all
1: um i mean it looks cool it looks like a smaller shadow of colossus or like a in your face pokemon <laughs> does you know <laughs> if pokemon got really pokemon, savage pokemon. yeah <laughs> i don't know it, it it there's something there's something about it i don't like i i can't really pinpoint it it doesn't i i feel And there's nothing like the trailer I just watched. There's no HUD. Like, you don't, there's nothing on the screen. It's just the character and the monster. Now, I don't know if that's just for demo purposes, but I don't know exactly what the game is going to look like as a whole. Is it an MMO? There's usually a HUD. I feel like it's a fight with some element of character. Like, can you go online and fight a monster with your buddies? Yes. Um, you know, it's is there going to be enough monsters in the game? Is it going to be like raid oh, bossing games the same people over and over and over again?
2: Oh, these um, games have yeah. tons of monsters. Like the entire game is pretty much built around. So they put a lot of thought into the individual monsters. So do you catch and, them, like, or do you just kill monsters? Um, really? you you, it's kind of it's kind, yeah. You more or less kill the monsters to an extent, but you have to do the research beforehand. Like if you're going up against. Like you're like, I am hunting this particular monster. Like that it's not like just like a regular Dark Souls fight where you have like one, two or three stages. It's very complicated fights. They have very complicated they get complicated about it. So it's like it's pretty much like a boss fight on steroids, and that's the game. Like you you prepare for that. You might have to get certain materials. You might have to get items that help you fight that particular boss. You put it all together, combo whatever, you fight the boss, and then you know, you decide, okay, I want to go after this one next, and then you have to like kind of track it, find it, and do the whole thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. and the and the the bosses have and they don't. You know, to answer the question about like how many are there, unless unless because of the fidelity, you know, the graphical fidelity and the the time of creating assets in this kind of environment versus like the three DS for example, which is obviously cheaper to crank out assets for than a PS4 or the PC. Uh, these games <laughs> normally have a substantial. Amount of uh, of monsters that range from, you know, the 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 small to the gigantic, uh, the you know, the relatively straightforward to the super complicated stuff that you can solo all the way up to stuff that you pretty much need to have a team to pull off um, in full. And yeah, with friends or whatever, you'll, you there's there's that kind of thing. There's no real story to Monster Hunter necessarily. The 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 story, give or take, is you're just. You're a monster hunter, you're part of, uh, of the you know, of the guild of, of sorts that would be more or less taking care of the things that would be threatening the villages that you're taking part in, and that's about as far as the story goes, uh, to my recollection anyway. But there are monsters that have been in Monster Hunter for many, many years, and so the people that have already played in the game, that's where the story is for them. is The is like last the game had 72 monsters-ish. Yeah.
1: So there's a, a fair variety yeah there yeah. to go with. I'll probably never play it, but it it the concept is cool. Yeah. I think it's cool. So
0: that's that's all I was interested in is is does it even say like does it even like register in minor on your on your radar? Like I mean I don't know if you've seen today lyric was playing um oh what's it called? Um Dauntless. Dauntless. Uh which is basically the same formula idea as as Monster Hunter ish um and so there are other people that have been trying to work themselves into that genre uh in various ways to make it more appealing um i think it'll do well it'll
1: probably do really well everybody everybody will probably stream it it'll be like the flavor of the month uh or flavor of the week never really last a month (laughs) flavor of the week and they'll probably sell a shit ton of copies and i mean games like that There's an opportunity to keep adding monsters, especially when you bring it to PC and you bring it to console. There are big updates that they can do where if they start you out with 70 monsters, that'll keep you occupied for a month or two. And then they'll add in another 30 monsters down the road and you'll kind of jump back in there. The only Mm -hmm. thing that if there's no story or there's no real character arc... For me it would just be kinda of boring. I think it would be mm-hmm. fun at the start and then it would get really repetitive. And you know everybody's just gonna look on YouTube or whatever to like figure out what they need to, to destroy oh, these yeah. monsters and you know, that whole strategic element of things is kinda gone. Um But it is what it is. I mean, for me anyway, as as a streamer, you know, if I were to stream the game and play it, people would just tell me, would spoil yeah. the hell out of the game, yeah, right? They're gonna be yeah. like, Dude, you need mm. You, you know, you, you need this type of thing to kill a white walker, right? And you, you're like, <laughs> oh, well, now I have to go over to this island and go into the cave and grab this shit. And, and you know, but, you know, people are just going to, you know, oh, the weak spots in the chin, you know, hit the left eye. And then he'll <laughs> bend over and then you can shoot his ass. And then that's, you know, so for a guy yeah. like me, it's, it's probably not going to be the... It'll, it'll sap the fun out of it, but I think for, you know, everyday gamers that that doesn't have an audience, I, I think it'd be kind of cool if you don't spoil it for yourself. I mean, I, that's the whole fun of those things, trying to figure out the battle. Yeah, uh,
0: I I think that uh, as someone who understands um, how complicated Monster Hunter is in general, because that's the one thing they're going to have. The other hurdle, other than getting people to play it now that they're not just on, on the handheld, is... Uh, Getting the reach to new players because there's no two ways around it. Monster Hunter is not an easy game, and not in the not necessarily only in the sense that the monsters will fuck you up because they will, but the controls are all over the place. The game controls like no other game you've ever played. There's almost no transferable skill from any other game you would have ever played, which was a real big hurdle for me when I first started playing. A couple of different, I played three and 4 uh for ultimate and uh there uh, I've played a lot of games in my life cuz I have no life and yet I still managed to not have any fucking transferable skills from any other game I've ever played going into Monster Hunter and so it was a, a a really steep learning curve um and I think uh for that reason it's also been a bit of a concern for fans of the franchise who were like please god don't dumb it down Now that you're putting it on the console because everyone that's been playing it for like 15 years doesn't want to see it, you know, turn into the Diablo 3 fiasco where, oh shit, now you have four buttons and that's all you have to worry about versus, you know, stuff from the past. But regardless, let's move on from that uh, and talk about something that all three of us will be able to talk a little bit more in depth about. Blizzard is, uh, of course, going to be at Gamescom and we've been hearing... Bits and pieces of what might be coming, uh you know, from them. But apparently there's also something of a surprise, you know, type deal that they're going to be uh, bringing out there at Gamescom. We do know about the Overwatch. I think there was a, what's it? An animated a short?
2: animated short, possibly a map, I think. Yeah. Hearthstone um, um, just had an expansion, so I don't think they're going to yep. be announcing a new anything for that. Um, I think they're announcing a Heroes of the Storm hero. Um, I don't have any idea what the mystery reveal could be. I doubt it's gonna be anything like mind blowing. I just feel no. like they're gonna keep that for BlizzCon.
0: Yep.
1: Um I, I think maybe maybe it'll have to do with something with uh StarCraft remastered. They may announce a line of tournaments or and you know uh some kind of esport. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't think they're gonna. Leave. I think any other like
2: remastered or anything that they're gonna talk about is gonna be until BlizzCon. Yeah, I, don't I even think know what else. I, I think, think yeah. we're gonna
1: probably hear a BlizzCon something to do with Warcraft. I think we're gonna hear probably a Warcraft three remastered is gonna be down the pipeline. I can just see it. I can smell it. I think.
0: This is uh, I have two guesses as to what it is. It's either a World of Warcraft thing, which is more likely a BlizzCon event. I oh, I yeah, they agree. They're doing World of Warcraft Pro Play, aren't they? There's something WoW related that uh, that I, I can't remember what exactly it was, but that's probably something that w- that will, um, if it's minor, crop up at Gamescom. Otherwise, uh, we'll wait for it. But the my guess about Warcraft Three. See, they just did, of all, like, kind of, like, on the DL, they just released a, a, like, patch updates, balances, and stuff to Warcraft 3. And not small ones, either. Like, game-changing shit. Uh, Like, changing the outlay of, of maps, reducing um you know uh, asset sizes and stuff to make it more easily uh playable to see what's happening uh because there were effects and stuff that were getting lost in in like trees for example and etc etc they were doing I think they even did like um balance changes for heroes and camps and 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 whatnot like there was a, a pretty substantial amount of stuff that went down there and uh it all all of those things, to me signal that there's probably not a a remaster in the sense that we got with brood war because i don't even know if we really need a remaster of warcraft 3 i think all they i think they can patch all the shit that they really would need for a quote unquote remaster into warcraft 3 as it is uh i think i think i mean what really what needs to be done a wide screen support which is easily patched and in pretty much just have
2: to do an engine update for rendering and stuff to make it run and better and
0: then yeah and 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 the balances that they've already just in this last week started rolling out are are, are pretty
1: major so yeah, i don't think the problem think is that it isn't it isn't anything special it isn't an event it yeah, isn't it's not uh, gonna be worth a it, big it's announcement. gonna say it's gonna say hey guys we just we gave warcraft 3 an, a facelift or we fixed a few things Is not going to have a splash of making a $15 remastered where it's a dedicated game that everybody can get behind and get excited for and build that hype up for. It's not going to be an SCR type thing. No. I I believe that we will get that for Warcraft 3. I also think that David Kim, who left balancing for StarCraft 2, went over to work on Warcraft 3. That would be like... A whole I bunch think of people's that's people's nightmares. I think that's <laughs> David Kim moved on to Warcraft. Well, I think that's Dustin, Browder, happened. Dustin Browder, Dustin left
2: HOTS to work on another project. So yep. I, I, I suspect I, him and David Kim are going to work on Blizzard's next RTS, be it a remaster or
1: you know something else. I mean, if it if it's a Warcraft 4, I mean that would be amazing. But I think I think it's gonna be, especially with the success that remastered his head. Um, already, I think we're going to get it. I think and we're going to see... I, I don't know what we're going to see at Gamescom. Honestly,
2: a Gamescom, while it's a big conference, it's not big enough for Blizzard to bring out any big gun franchises. No, no. We're no, going to no. see... We might see announcement of what the next Hearthstone expansion is going to be, maybe, or something small like that, but we're not going to see like some big mind-blowing... Because they know not everyone's got their eyes on Gamescom for Blizzard.
1: And like, also, on top of that, remaster just came out, and they don't want to yeah. take... They don't want to take the limelight off that while it's hot. They're not going to release, you know, something else. They may also say, "I mean, this might be too." They might do a a Diablo One remaster or something. Well, they may go. They may go. We're going to release all like how they gave Brood War for free. They may go, "Hey, if you own uh, Warcraft, if you own uh, Starcraft Two, if you own Diablo Three, all of the other games." are free so the old ones are now downloadable and playable via battle.net you can go in and play them for free um they may they may announce something like that too and that may be why they're making these small little patches where they're just making the games more playable
0: i think I think whatever the the mystery reveal is, I have a feeling that it might actually be relatively big. It wouldn't be the first time that that Blizzard has done something big outside of BlizzCon and Gamescom is, I believe, next to E three the largest event in gaming. So uh, I mean, it's not a it's not a a a little you know boutique uh, event. So it 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 could I think it very well could be I think it's going to be in the Warcraft universe. It's either going to be something to do with Warcraft Three or if it's going to be something to do with World of Warcraft, um, one of those two things. Uh, I agree that they don't want to take limelight away from from the StarCraft Two remaster. I don't know if I I only think that I mean I think there's only a remastered edition. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean um, there's only so many things I think that would that would take the limelight away from StarCraft remastered. I mean it's kind of its uh, own animal, right? I don't know I don't know how much cannibalization some stuff would have within the the Blizzard umbrella, but uh but yeah, we will uh we will see what what goes down uh for sure. And I I'm I'm looking forward to it because if it is Warcraft 3 related, that is my dream. I just want to see Warcraft 3 also have some treatment done to it, whether it's whether it's over the top uh, like Starcraft Remastered or not. I think uh, I would I would greatly enjoy uh, seeing Warcraft Three have a little bit of a of a renaissance as well. But while we're on that topic, Mr. Black, you've been playing Brood War Remastered quite significantly. You've been playing. Uh, I saw you do some of the campaign stuff, and I've seen you do some of the the ladder deal. So um, I don't think I need to ask you about the campaign stuff because it's just pretty much it's the, the campaign with the polished graphics and, and whatnot. But how has the ladder experience been be- with the changes they made to make finding games easier and, and all that shit? Has it been pretty smooth
1: for you? Have there been any hitches? Uh, well, I mean, the first day I couldn't get in a ladder game. They're having server issues. Obviously, it was just getting bombarded. Yeah. Um, I will say Battle.net is the best... I've seen ever. Um, there's actual chat channels that you don't have to type in slash join space, blah, blah, blah. It's just, you the just regional channels. Yeah. You just click on a, on a search or whatever or create and you're in your own channel. Um, there's an MMR system, which is nice. There's a win loss ratio. I queue up. I get a game within five seconds. Um, Honestly, the game's perfect.
2: One of the crazy thing about that whole d s e remastered like laddering system, it was written by like one guy. Yeah, that guy should go in the history books. He's pretty much he's been tweeting out that he's like dying because he's like he's like finding bugs and he's like trying to fix them all now. So he's like been doing <laughs> marathon sessions. Once the launch like happened, he got a lot of data, so
0: he's like I can start fixing these. Well, that uh, sounds like the type of guy that, you know, if one dude is crazy enough to write all that to begin with, I'm sure it's the type of guy that as soon as he spots one bug, he starts losing hair. (laughs) Just, oh God, please no. And then spends the rest of his, of his week trying to fix that, that, that one bug. Um, uh, how has it been? How has it been for you kind of going backwards mechanically, uh, you know, I w- I've been watching. I've been watching handfuls of people play it that ha- that have been StarCraft two staples. You know, whether they're Korean or North American. I watched Dragon play today. I watched. Um, I watched. Oh, uh, who was it? Uh, Rhett, I think I, w- w- I was watching today. Um, I watched a handful. I, then I watched uh, f- Firebat Hero as well. Uh, and so I've gotten this range, people who have either probably played quite a bit of, uh, of, of Brood War in the past now playing in this, you know, widescreen epic version. I've seen people go doing the, 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 transfer from StarCraft II. How has it been for you putting as many hours as you did in StarCraft II over the last few years going back to Brood War? Even though you technically know some Brood War stuff, it was never really
1: at the level that you were playing with StarCraft II. So how that, how has that been for you? Um... It's been natural. I mean, it's almost like I still had muscle memory from playing Brood War. Um You had muscle memory from playing Brood War? I got into that
2: game and I'm like, "Oh, oh god. Oh god."
1: <laughs> well, I mean, What's going on? The thing is 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 mechanically it's it's a easier game than StarCraft 2 in terms of um doing things. It's a harder game because you have to do more things. You
2: have to mentally remember to do all the things yeah, like that so, StarCraft II does for you. StarCraft II is like, yeah. oh, yeah, my SUVs are going to go mine automatically. No, no, no. You build that SUV, you got to be like, no,
1: go mine. Well, right? what? The, well, the other thing about StarCraft II is everything happens so fast. So you go from like three or four minutes into the game. Like in three minutes, if a Zerg doesn't have his third out, chances are he's about to all in you. In this game, it's not like that at all. Everything is really slow. And so, you like, you, you almost have to, like, take a breath and, and just enjoy the game, enjoy the process. It's more, I find it more engaging. It's more, there's more involvement. Just because you are required to do and remember more things. Like, as simple as if you have like i've been playing a lot of zerg so if i have mm-hmm. multiple hatcheries you can't just hotkey four hatcheries and build you know a bunch of hydra build 12 hydra you have to manually click on each hatchery and you know you know build you know bh 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 and and do that quickly what helped me a lot from what from before is i've mastered location hotkeys and that has been the saving grace for me because back in the day, Brood War, I only learned how to hotkey towards the end, like putting my Zealots on Control 1 or something. But I never knew how to use F2, F3, F4, F5 to do location hotkeys. So, for me, I can location hotkey in certain areas of my base. So, for my main, <coughs> I'll go F2 and then I'll also keep my main on uh, 4 as a as a my hatchery on four, so I can always go back to that one hatch. Like you can always do at least one building per hotkey, but typically what I've been doing is using my location hotkeys in areas so that I can click on those buildings quickly. So if I'm out in battle and I want to go and build, uh, say, four Dragoon. I'm going to click F3, which will take me to the area in my base where I have my four gateways, and then I can spam click, like, you know, click G, click G, click G, click G, click G, and then, you know, F2, build my probes, f, F4, f build my probes, at my natural, and I can do things like that. That makes it a lot easier, and I learned all those things just from playing StarCraft and spamming them over and over and over again, and I never really used them a lot in StarCraft, but here I'm actually using it. So... There's a lot more to do, but honestly, I feel like StarCraft II prepared me for Brood War. And there's just, you got to do more in certain areas, but in others, you do much less. Like, the battles are so much smaller. Like, you're fighting with, oh you know, 20 dragons. There's more of them in general. They're, they're yeah, in different places on the map. It's, like it, Exactly. Yeah. Like, even early on, I rushed with six Zerglings. Like, it, it's a battle. Like, they got one Zealot and you're you're you have to micro each ling because if you lose those lings you're fucked like you're, you're so behind so it, there's a there's a sense of of uh urgency and and distress on everything that you do like going around in starcraft 2 if you go in and you harass with a probe say you're scouting his base and you start tickling his probe and it like just pisses you off you're like fuck off <laughs> And, and so you just grab like four four or five probes and you start chasing it down uh, or you just take them all and you try and kill it quickly. You don't do that shit in this game because if you leave the mineral line, you're fucked. And so like if you start poking with your probe and you kill a drone, like that's a victory. I know in StarCraft 2 it's a victory as well, but it isn't it, – it's so much more grand, grandiose than this. It's huge. Everything is big. And so that's what makes it exciting for me. That's yeah the fun part. And been- uh, I find uh, coming back into games is a little bit easier, too, in this. Because if they make a mistake, it's it's drastic. It can really just change the game. I know you can say the same for StarCraft Two, and it's the it's truth. It's not the same. It's just not the same. It's different. You put one cannon up for defense. And that can fuck someone's day up. In Starcraft 2, you put one cannon, you just focus fire down on that cannon. It's gone. It's like you, putting one cannon at your mineral line means nothing in Starcraft 2. You put it down there, and in Brood War, and it means everything. It means no one's attacking you, or they're doing it in a completely different way. And that's what I love about it. Yeah, that's been that's you know that's. <laughs> That's been what,
0: watching, I guess that's what stands out most when I've been watching StarCraft II uh, players, uh, you know, whether they're a pro or otherwise, on streams playing Brood War, is uh, they're, they try and play it like it's StarCraft 2 They'll amass a bunch of units, they'll put all of their units into one place at one time, they'll run it up mid like you would in StarCraft two and they get fucked yeah, don't every work. single time, <laughs> yeah. uh, and and they're always they're always shocked by how the small stuff impacts so
1: much. I mean, even the AI else. alone, even the AI alone, Adam does yeah, not allow you to a do a moves. So, like, if you me. if you're a moving out, yeah. you'll have not even dragoons, like anything. We're talking Hydras, uh Goliath, anything. They don't know where the fuck they want to go. No. Like, there's there's an army going, and you've got one guy that's just moving around in circles. you got another dude that's trying to pass through another guy. Like, in StarCraft II, the worst you could do is if you're running, say, your army out, and the Zealots, a probe is following Zealots. Sometimes the probe will get hit by the Zealot, and the probe will just kind of drag behind the Zealot. And if, the, if you move the probe over a little bit, it'll speed past the Zealots. But... You, you that's the only time you ever see those sort of things in starcraft 2 because the ai is it's still bad <laughs> but it's so <laughs> much Star better bad, yeah. it's it's so much better in this game you it's not as simple as a moving not only if you have more than uh 12 units at once you have to multiple hotkeys so you've got say you know 12 marines on number 2 you know 12 marines on hotkey 3 you've got your your drop ships in on hotkey 5 you've got some fire bats on hotkey 6 and so you just can't click F2 or highlight your entire army, (laughs) and press the A and go. You have to click 1A, 3A, 4A, 5A, 6A, and go. And by that time, the the AI and the movements are so shit that half, or not even half. You have to go back to 1A, 2A, 3A. Exactly. 20% is in the fight, and you've got your last three hotkeys way in the back. And now since those guys are not in the battle dealing damage, your guys are getting fucked. So you you there is so much thought process that has to go on even when you're engaging in an attack. Just because you have the bigger, better army and even a counter to the other one, if you do not control them properly, it's GG. And that's why a lot of people – I've talked to a few people that are playing StarCraft 2 uh, – that played and grew up on StarCraft 2. They can't stand Brood War because they um, – well, I'm just going to say it they they, they don't, they don't have what it takes to, they, they, they don't, they don't, they, they're, they're, they're spoiled with, with, with how easy things are in Starcraft 2 and there's nothing wrong with that. I actually think, I think Brood War is a better game. I think mechanically Starcraft 2 shits on Brood War for sure. I'm not saying that's not the case, but the bad mechanics is part of the strategy in the game and you really have to look at it that way because if you don't you're never going to get good at the game you're well, always the, guy just gonna the be other average. side of
0: the field is dealing with the same shit that you are exactly so it's, not, it's it's not like exactly. it's not like you're the only person that has to rotate from you know two through six and keep smashing the right you know the right mouse button so that you keep putting more inputs
1: into the ai so that they don't go left exactly. right backwards everything exactly else. and think about it this <laughs> way adam if for for the average players that are playing StarCraft 2 and they can click, you know, uh one key, like F two and, and their whole army is is doing it in the A move, right? I for example, I remember watching Tumescent play StarCraft all the time. Good dude, plays all the time, funny guy, but mechanically the guy is garbage. Like, you know, I'm uh I'm not my my ability comes in micro you know i'm i feel like i'm really good at understanding micro and understanding animations and what you can get away with um and seeing moves before they happen in terms of in a micro battle my my big thing was never i was never really good at multitasking within micro so as in say my macro. my my exactly so <laughs> macro so for me I can I hyper focus on the micro and that's what wins me a lot of games because I'm really good at that. But what loses me a lot of games is that sure the micro battle was really good, but then at the end of the battle, I may have eight hundred minerals or fifteen hundred minerals stacked up in behind, and if I'm playing Zerg, they can just auto remax instantly and I don't have enough time to to do that. I've I've lost countless games. And you know what it is? It's it's a skill thing where I know I'm inadequate in that department and I'm so it's kind of um it's kind of like being really good at something. So for example, you know, panic, um or I won't talk about panic, but we'll say we'll say Adam, for example. Adam is really good at um making things uh in Photoshop. Right. Uh, Doing all the the artwork and the design and logo design and all this other stuff. Are you implying that I'm not good at things? Wow. I was (laughs) going to I was going to talk about your job, but I didn't want to talk about your job. (laughs) So, you know, Adam's really good at that. Right. But if you were to tell Adam to um, go on, uh, if if only Adam would uh, start singing on his stream and uh, uh, dancing around like a like Jeff. Nobody you know? wants to hear me say. Well, exactly, but also Adam knows that <laughs> that's not a strong point. So obviously he's not going to just uh go get up and do it unless he's getting rewarded handsomely to do something to embarrass himself for a minute. But beyond that, he's not going to sign up for that, right? Because it, it's uncomfortable. You want to do something that you're, that you're good at, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think most people in life should focus on what they're really good at and then get even better at it and then, you know be the best at it, you know, be the best at that, so that was always my problem with Starcraft 2 is I always knew that it's hard for me to control my Phoenix and shade my Adepts and also uh, stay on top of my proper Chrono Boost and building my probes and expanding at the same time and using my Blink Micro and doing all that stuff, I knew that it's very hard for me, so I picked what I was really good at and I hyper focused on it. I hyper focused on timings and letting my micro win me games, and it did. And it got me very far. It Got me GM four a few times, stalkers. and that's great. I didn't even get. I didn't even get GM from four gates. That's what pisses me off the most. When everybody comes to my stream, they're like, are you still four gaining? I haven't that's four gates since Swings well, of Liberty." Well,
2: well, that's the thing. Despite that, it wasn't the four gate that won it. It was your control of the stalkers that won it.
1: No, I wasn't even four gating. That's the thing. What what I got when I when I when I got uh, GM is I was proxy oracling and I was three gating Protoss and I was uh, a mortal century all inning. Uh, Zergs. That yeah. Those are were, those were my three main builds. I Fourgate has been irrelevant since they changed the, the warp in High Ground back yeah. in Wings of Liberty. Did you actually so,
2: read the changes that they're doing for StarCraft oh, 2? That's that's a whole other podcast. That's, like, that's an yeah. entire
1: that's like, I mean that's <laughs> just it don't even get me going on that. But what I'm trying to say is in the reason why Brood War is not attractive game and why I believe it won't be a massive game is even, even to the size of StarCraft 2, is because for the casuals, it's unplayable. It is so, like, mechanically, not only the AI issues and everything, you know, if you haven't grown up on that, you just can't respect it. There There's something about a nostalgia and, and a love for the game that you can people that love the game can deal with it it's like having a fucking ugly child you're like you know what i i raised you i i made you um you know i know what good of a person you are but damn it you're ugly but i still love you you know, but other people go. I don't want to fucking touch that with a ten foot pole. I, I don't care. But the parent will always love their child. It is what it is. Or like a really ugly dog. You you know you just love the dog. You know you 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 understand the dog. Well, here's the thing. Starcraft two players don't love Brood War for love and Brood War, and they most certainly are not going to love Brood War for the looks, even in even in remastered version. So when they pick it up, if they are not able to at least bring their talents into the brood war and have that feeling of doing something that you're good at, whether it is the micro, whether it is the macro and those don't translate immediately into brood war. you got to ask yourself, why am I even playing this in so, the first place? This is going to get me. I may me, as well
2: play Starcraft two. This is probably going to get me crucified somewhere. Maybe even by you guys, but I'm going to draw an analogy here. I hear the States is adopting that
0: as a, uh, as a normal practice
2: mm, here yes. anyway. So I think, you know, um, so I'm going to say <laughs> the reason that, People play Dota over League is the same reason why people play Brood War over StarCraft 2 or prefer it that way. It's that the mechanics of Dota are more complicated with like last hits and all the other stuff in Brood War, you know, that they match up. While StarCraft 2 there's a lot of the automatic stuff, you know, you don't have to worry about that because it does it for you. It's got a lot of the smoothness in the gameplay. But, you know, Dota rewards you for having those really good mechanics, just like in Brutal War. If you can handle all of that stuff, you're golden.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, there, is, there is truth to that. I'm not going to crucify you. There is truth to it, but I think the Dota thing is, it's a little different because Dota, in terms of mechanically, it's not, there are a couple of heroes that mechanically require a lot more, but I don't think that that's the case. I think well, Dota no, no, is I'm much gameplay wise specifically like last D- hitting
2: creeps is you know, Dota the big is much more denying yeah, it,
1: and all yeah. Of that. But the thing is, is the game of Starcraft is not a harder game. Like the concept is the same. Yeah. It's mechanically and it's not because it was made that way. It's it's just old and mm. and the way it worked and that's it. And also people still love and play Dota. There's not very many people that were loving and still playing Brood War. Brood War is still a game that was played, but most of it was in Korea. North Americans just kind of gave up on Brood War. Of course, there'd be people that played, but Dota has always been popular. Brood War kind of fell off, and then StarCraft came out. It would almost be like if Dota was a thing 15 years ago, and then League came out, and then Dota Remastered came out, and then you could make that comparison where you go, okay, well, it was a Another off game. in
2: North America mainly because one, the servers mostly got shut down and you had to jump through hoops to even be able to play the game. Like, you had to get the fish, you had to do all sorts of crazy things to do the networking, and get the games playing. You know, and it got harder to find the maps, you know. So now with Remastered, they pretty much said, Yeah, we're turning on all the online stuff again. You don't have to jump through hoops to get it to work.
1: Yeah, I, I think, I, I, personally, from a person that played Brood War a lot it's it's an elitist thing it's kind of like dota where 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 we go well we have a harder game you know it's harder to play so you know you fuck boys over in starcraft 2 or you fuck boys over in league of legends you keep playing your pussy game and we're going to play the real game that's that's the reality of uh, uh, of the mindset of old school brood war players and starcraft 2 players don't like that because when starcraft 2 players that are good at starcraft 2 that are high GM and then they play Brood War and they're garbage at it, That that is the the analogy that I was making about Adam where you go, you know what? Listen, I didn't, and, and then there are excuses. Well, I didn't grow up on this game, so I don't love it the way that you guys love it, so I don't I don't care about this. Like, I don't see what you guys see, and that's fine, you know? Um, I appreciate it because I grew up on it. There is a nostalgia factor on there, but I also appreciate the fact that, that it isn't as fast paced and it requires a lot more thinking, and it also plays to my strengths. And all those things um makes it the perfect game for me. But I, I still think StarCraft II is a more enjoyable experience. I think StarCraft II is a is is a it's a better game. StarCraft II is a better game in the sense of mechanically, but I enjoy Brood War because it's brood war. I always loved it. So I'm I'm biased as fuck, but I can still admit that StarCraft II is a better is a better version of Brood War. Just it's not as balanced. I mean, the perfect world for me, honest to God, would have been Brood War in a StarCraft II engine. If they would have made Brood War StarCraft II, I know that we kind of have it um, on on customs, but if it was like an actual Blizzard oh, thing, like where they yeah, like Starbo, but if they actually made the game and it was the same units, the same looking units, everything, same balance, and they made it in a different engine, I would have been even happier with that, I think. Yeah, well, one way or
0: another, StarCraft Remastered is... Um, I mean, I'm not going to talk too much at length about it because we're going to go on too long about it, but I, I think I think that having now watched it uh, be played and, and seen uh, the single-player stuff and the multiplayer stuff... Um, uh, I th- I think it's it's about as as good as anyone could have ever hoped for oh, a remaster yeah. of a video game. Uh, it has reminded me how much how much more I enjoyed almost everything about Brood War versus StarCraft Two. Whether that's the music. Or the mm-hmm. sound effects, mm. or the a, every anything and mm. everything BattleNet. I mean, just to mm. top Keep this talking, off, Adam, you're making me horny, buddy. Just, to, mm, <laughs> just to, the, the the to top this all off, the thing that really made my week, uh, as far as a good old little you know giggle, was uh, somebody at, at at Blizzard got paid a lot of money to decide that they were going to call Battle.net the Blizzard app, and then somebody also got paid a lot of money to say, wait, that's fucking dumb. Nobody's calling it the Blizzard app. Let's just go back home with her tail between her legs, and we'll call it <coughs> Battle.net. And so they are, nah, but uh, 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 but, but, on, but no no, uh, no 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 no. But what? Uh, there's a but wait. There's a caveat. The caveat is it's BlizzardBattle.net. It's <laughs> not just. Battle.net. So we couldn't admit defeat entirely. We were so worried about admitting defeat in this regard that we redid our fucking logo. So it's Blizzard with, like, Battle.net underneath as a footnote. I think it's hilarious. Uh, I'm happy they did it because nobody was calling it the Blizzard app. Nobody was ever going to call it the Blizzard app. Whoever made that decision should be fired in the first place. (laughs) But here we are. And like Jeff said, when you go in... If anything, if you've spent any amount of time in StarCraft II's version of Battle.net and you haven't wanted to kill yourself, y- props to you. For everyone else, so bad. You go into StarCraft Remastered and you're going to see an improved version of what was already better than StarCraft II's Battle.net, and then you will never, ever want to go back to StarCraft
1: II's Battle.net to do anything ever again. Starcraft Remastered is honestly the best thing that I have ever played in gaming since Brood War. It really, it truly is. Like, experiencing Resident Evil 7 in VR is up there. I keep coming back to that because the game was so fire in VR. It was just amazing. But I'm telling you, I am so happy with Brood War that I can't even put it into words It's so fucking good. The remat, like you can just click F5 whenever you want and you can be reminded on how shitty the game looked and then you can click F5 again and it goes back to widescreen and you can do that whenever you want seamlessly. Dude, 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 we we got to start. My last footnote for this...
0: Is Adam, that. Did un- I tell you
1: how awesome fucking Brood War is? The Remastered last, is so last, fucking good. <laughs> last, Adam, it's so wait, My last Adam, footnote Adam, Adam, for this. And, you and have Adam, the no Battle, battle Online. No, no and the Battle Online. Adam, on. I, cannot two. I cannot wait, Adam, until you and I sit down and we uh. can cast some motherfucking Brood War, man.
0: For StarCraft, I can't wait to look like an
1: idiot trying to cast it, but you know, StarCraft 2... We can do some 5v2 comp stomps, and we can just backstab everybody. Bro, bro, It'll be bro. amazing. <laughs>
2: bro. Oh, man, I did the 3v5s back in the day on BGH, your fastest map ever. Where the shit's at?
0: When it comes right. to when it comes to StarCraft 2 versus StarCraft 2 Remastered, at the end of the day, despite the fact that StarCraft 2... This is my piece on this. Despite the fact that StarCraft 2 is mechanically better in so far in in that the AI is better the it is yeah control groups you know it's a bit superfluous to have to have five control groups for just one type of unit sure it is what it is but from an just a if you if you get past that the strategy involved in brood war is so we're talking the difference between checkers and, and chess, chess. You're going from StarCraft II, ham-fisted, king me, because I have more fucking units in one ball than you do, into, I've got two level one units in Africa, picking away (laughs) at a fucking rock, and that is something that you have to pay attention to while fighting three other fronts... While this other dude, just because of the situation, drops a pylon, not for any other reason than for the two extra shots that that pylon will draw fire from the main battle that will fucking win the main battle. While those two units are oh picking God. away at a rock in fucking Africa, that is the the high the 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 level of strategy. If even if it was StarCraft in StarCraft Brood War in. Starcraft 2's engine if you I mean you can't the strategy would change dramatically if that was the case but just hypothetically if you could keep them similar uh, to what it is right you know in in its current form there is no comparing the two games in in terms of of the high level strategy you would have all the mechanical freedom that you did in Starcraft 2 but if you still can't figure out the the mastery of fighting on more than like maybe two fronts in Starcraft 2 like, oh shit, guys, he's doing a split attack. He's sending a drop ship in the back to open up the ramp so he can walk into the main. it was like, that's like the the, the crazy shit that you see in StarCraft 2. And yeah, there's some like really specific Stim and scenarios. win,
1: baby. Stim and win. Yeah, you like, stim and stutter step and StarCraft's like... And in Brood War, if you were to stim and you were to try and stutter step, you are be like... Dead! Dead. Dead! Or Diddy. like, or like yeah, in Starcraft Two, it's like in Starcraft Two, it's like let's watch
0: Marine King split his split his Marines up so he doesn't get Baneling busted. Like, yeah, cool, that looks really neat, and it is mechanically intensive. But now do that plus fifty <laughs> other things
1: no. in Starcraft Remastered. No. You want to know how dumb down me. Starcraft Two is, dude? Listen to this update on one of their balance notes. They not only this, they got rid of the Mothership Core. Mothership <laughs> Core is pfft. all right, but anyway, listen to this. <laughs> They, they have new things with observers and overseers, where they will automatically, like, you can't move them. Though, it's it's a, cool, it's a cool thought process, like, it's a cool thing, but the reasoning behind it is dumb. They, they're saying because they're, people are finding it hard to uh, patrol their overseers and their observers... They've got like this new move or ability or whatever, I don't know, upgrade or something, where they can make uh, an observer or an overseer automatically go to a spot, and it'll park itself, and y- you can't move it. And it'll give you like 25% more radius of sight or something like that. Pretty much a hold position as an ability. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a hold position where they, it does it by itself. Also, the High Templar now has an auto attack, right? And the high temp, the, it's a bullshit, it's a bullshit auto attack. It's not is not well, tough they have at all. The campaign like a little blink, blink, blink. Yeah. So the reason behind this auto attack is they're saying Protoss players are having a hard time when they a move their armies that their high templar are just kind of going into the battle. So now they have a range of six for this attack. Now when you a move your High Templar obviously stay way back and start auto-attacking units from afar so that they are out of the battle so that you don't lose your High Temp. So that's how dumbed down StarCraft II is, where even Blizzard is trying to figure out ways to hold... Players' hands because mechanically they're doing too much. Whatever happened to having your High Templar on hot, hot key number two you know, and just um, use using those to, to bring I mean, back? I mean, so we're our talking Tosis, about our yeah, came in ahead.
2: and said he said TLDR on the Protoss patch notes. Ridiculous! Everyone's got really bad habits. We're just gonna put some stuff in to make those habits less bad.
1: Yep. I mean, it's great for the it's great for the casuals. <laughs> But, are casuals still playing online ladder? We're, we're, we're like, ta- in the masses? No. No, the answer is no. It's like,
0: we're We're, talking, we're talking about, th- and I mean, any RTS in general. I mean, this is, uh, how many RTSs do you really get to just a move to victory every fucking time? It's an RTS, for God's sake. If you can't, at, at the very least, have one hotkey that comprises... Ninety percent of your army, and a yep. second hotkey for your caster units. Then you should not be playing RTS
1: games. Just stop, stop playing competitive. Stop Just playing competitive, man. Stick go to the fastest arcade, money map possible. Play the play 20.
0: the single player game. You know whatever. Enjoy the story, but fuckings
1: don't do competitive. That's crazy. Yep. What yep. the shit, dude? Dude. Uh, next podcast, we should we should go through the patch notes. You will. It'll blow. Dude, it's the biggest patch I've ever seen in the history of StarCraft 2 besides like it going from HotS to Legacy. It's that insane. Mules can mine the, gas. Mules can mine gas. Uh fucking widow mines. Th- I love this. This, one's uh, good this one. actually I like finally. Uh, this is like their best thing that I've ever heard. Widow mines finally got nerfed. So now when widow mines burrow and they do their first like attack and they blow your fucking mineral line up because they they're the most cost-effective unit in the game, Um, when they do that, when the charge goes off, they're no longer invisible. Even if they're burrowed, you can see them. While they they recharge. While they recharge. Once it's fully recharged again and you're burrowed, you can't see them until the thing pops. So it gives you, at least now, Terrans can't just fucking fly in and 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 just do a, a a one widow mine drop and and you're fucked it just sits there and every you know 10 seconds you got to run off your mineral line and wait for and and sack a probe until uh an oracle or or a uh, ops get out now they'll get one shot off and then you can clean it up basically immediately Raven's but got also totally now reworked. but also now there's no photon overcharge yeah it's gone Oh, okay. Well we needed we need a so, whole segment dedicated to that whole, shit. So we yeah, will yeah. wait
0: on that. Next, we will, we uh, will next be week. Yeah, next next week we'll we'll do that we'll do that. I've had the patch notes change for about ten minutes now, so we're gonna actually move on to what the next topic is, uh, and that is uh everyone's favorite topic, the Nintendo Switch. Yay! Can we just keep talking about
1: Starcraft? Like, I mean, well, I the think, good news uh, is
0: it's not a lot to talk about. I mean, it's it's not really that much to talk
1: about. The, uh, we it's, should really it's, cut down the most important part of lag TV ever for some more <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> Switch talk. Well, we can't talk Woo! about the, the patch notes
0: until you know in in depth right now, so we'll we'll wait for that next week, and we'll have a big honking for a discussion that. about that. Uh, but the the Switch the Switch came out six months ago, roughly. And we've all been, you know, we've all seen the the roller coaster of the here's a new batch of Switches that go into stores and they sell out in 30 minutes and then they're gone again and then so on and so forth. And apparently in Japan, it has been so bad in Japan for the longest time. This is how it's been working, working over there, okay? Imagine this. You get a lineup of a couple thousand people at a single store. Because they found out that this store got 105 consoles in. Okay? But then you ask yourself, Okay, so why are there 3,000-ish people lining up for 105 consoles? The answer is, in glorious, glorious Nippon, they raffle the shit. Everyone in that lineup gets a ticket, with the number or whatever on it, they literally raffle the shit. They draw 105 numbers out. And if you have the golden ticket, like Charlie in the fucking chocolate factory, you can purchase one of the 105 Nintendo switches at that location. There is, there it is a part in this camping out, but it doesn't. There's 3000 fucking people. Yeah. There. But the 3000
2: people show up, they get their tickets. That's the show. They don't have to wait overnight, necessarily.
0: I'm not, I'm not, yeah, but I mean, it's kind of crazy to me, because I guess maybe just go over here, it's a first come, first serve thing. If you're gonna get out, you know, and go to the store before it opens, and you're there, and, you know, fuck whatever, I'm just, like, mind fucked that there is a raffle for the chance to buy a Nintendo product in Japan. In Japan! How the fuck can Nintendo under-, is very um, dishonorable? under undersell their own console in the fucking home country I mean this is this is at the point now where yeah switches are kind of hard to find but they're not impossible like in in US and Canada it's not really that difficult to come across them anymore in Europe it's not all that difficult to come across anymore so like either Nintendo just likes fucking their own country up or they are the worst ever distributors of their own products. Yeah, but that's uh, the thing though, they're, they're out selling
2: their despite their supply issues, they're, they're still outselling, out-selling PS4 and Xbox. Yes!
0: That's, that makes me angrier! <laughs> I'm like, you fucks! You are outselling PlayStation 4 and Xbox and you but still it, are like... they don't have games! Why? No! Exactly! Well, it doesn't matter. That's a whole different problem entirely, but it just blows my mind that six months in... My cousin, my cousin was we are telling me We're raffling it in J- in
2: Japan. My cousin told me like he messaged me today saying, "Bro, how the hell did you get a Switch on launch? I've been trying for the past 6 months to get one." And I by fluke walked into a store and said, "Hey, do you guys have a Switch?" They're so like, "Um, we actually just have one left. We we didn't realize we had it. We were literally just in back and realized there is one here." And my cousin's like, finally give it to me and he bought it (laughs)
0: that's nuts it's fucking nuts i mean i i I just i don't get it if if you're if you're seeing such high demand there is i mean nothing in the nintendo switch is some sort of crazy special proprietary special sauce just fucking have somebody crank that shit out like hotcakes and make the 2017 fiscal year a bumper fucking year for Nintendo and keep going. I don't understand. There is this old couple that has been standing in line at various stores in Tokyo for four months or some shit now, trying to hopefully get the win in the raffle so they could buy a Switch for their grandchild. Oh it's fucking God. retarded. Like, just fuck. Come on. It's crazy. But anyway, that's the that's the Nintendo switch I just had to put it in there because I'm just uh, it, it almost it, it's almost like this is the depression and people are lining up for a shot at getting a bowl of fucking Dude, broth I don't or know something. What's, I
1: don't know what's sadder man. the people actually waiting in line for these damn fucking Nintendo switches or Nintendo. I would just <laughs> wait until it's I more actually don't yeah. I literally don't know like are, are you that desperate for a piece of machinery? that you're going to sit in line for months on end and you're going to join a raffle for a fucking Nintendo Switch. I mean, it's not that hard to get a Nintendo Switch. It's really... I can go on Kijiji right now and well, buy here, one. that's the problem. Over there, it's apparently well, impossible. order one from overseas or order one from somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> you know, or just say, hey, the only game I can play right now is Zelda anyway. Let me just go... And buy and get a Wii That's U. That's why and I play, was confused when I read this. I'm like, I'm like, Zelda. I, I don't get it, man. <laughs> I oh, I, I really don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I guess if you're in love with a product so much, I suppose. Oh, it's crazy. But,
0: I, well, I mean, unfortunately, it would cost them probably an extra two hundred bucks just to ship one from out of you know from out of country. But oh, it,
1: or or you can just sit in line for months and just waste <laughs> you all yeah, that waste time. all that time. Yeah. I'd rather just if I was that desperate, like if yeah. I'm willing to wait in line even for eight hours, if I'm willing to wait in line for eight hours for anything, I'm willing to pay a premium to fucking get it. Yeah. If true. somebody, if I was in a line and there was a guy at the front said, first person to give me an extra hundred bucks." for this can just take mine. I would sign up for that in a hot damn second. If I knew I was going to wait eight, if I was willing to wait eight hours. Yeah, yeah. I'm Obviously, I'm going to pay a premium. It's like, whatever.
0: Oh, it's nuts. It's, it's absolutely nuts. You know what's unfortunate, though, in related news with the consoles, uh, the Xbox One X only had one game slated for release on launch day, and that was uh, Crackdown 3 uh and unfortunately on like the day that the pre-orders are going live for the xbox one x oh shit by the way crackdown 3 has been delayed until 2018 and so now there are exactly zero launch day titles pre-orders are live yet i think they're going live on sunday or are they actually well we're within we're within 48 hours and they dropped the news that the only launch title that, that isn't know. coming you know you know, why they're before delaying it? or after. Well, because it's in. The, if they released it, I I understand it. It's a bit of a rock and a hard place. If they don't release it, the Xbox One X has no launch day titles. If they do release it, it, it would have come out in between two games that would have mercilessly crushed it into submission. Oh, no, that's not the main reason. Oh, what's the main reason? What do you got? Um... The exact quote was, we want to make
2: sure the game is up to our quality standards.
0: <laughs> that's just a bullshit, though. That's no, like, no, no, no. You
2: know what that means? Like, that's, that actually means something in internal dev speak. It means that this is a major problem that we need to spend. That like It's not like they're pushing it like a week. They're pushing it two quarters. That means the QA has found so many problems that they need to take this thing back in and, like, give it another good go at her to finish it like it's not a good uh, thing when they say quality standards
0: i i i get you but at the same time i and mean they said every they time want to make I, it look
2: better meaning graphics three, updates
0: i mean sure but every every game that gets delayed i'm, I'm not gonna say every game i'm gonna say 90 of them for whatever the actual underlying reason is nobody says what the underlying reason is they just say we've got to spend another couple of months polishing this shit, working the bugs out, making it prettier for you guys so that it's the game that the, that the, that the fans
1: deserve. It is the well, same they're not going to come out and tell you what. They're not going to no. come out and tell you what kind of problems oh, they yeah. have because no. if they do that too, That'd when the game gonna comes like, out, Arrr. you're going to scrutinize it. You're going to be like, well, I thought you fixed this shit and I had to wait an extra two months and you're still having these problems. Listen, man, hearing, hearing that Crackdown 3 got delayed is like hearing the next Transformers got delayed. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. Yeah, pretty no much. one gives a shit. Like, you know what I mean? Big deal. I was hyped Ooh-hoo. for the
2: game when the title card came up at E3, and then as they showed the game, I'm like, yeah, no. No, I'm it's not less too about, on this. It's
0: less about the title itself, because Crackdown, the first Crackdown game was actually well-received and it was a good game, and then Crackdown 2 got lost in a field of oops, we put zombies in our game. But I don't think anybody's really been dying. I mean, I shouldn't say anyone. There's probably a a handful of people that were big fans of the original game that had been waiting for three. But uh, this is less about the fact that it's Crackdown 3 and more about the fact that the Xbox One X has zero launch day titles. I mean, we just reamed Nintendo and have been reaming Nintendo for months about their shit release for games on the switch. And now Xbox one X is getting themselves trapped in a similar but situation that's the thing though, like a
2: month beforehand and like a little bit after you've got, we're not talking like months, like Nintendo here. Nintendo still doesn't have major titles out other than like Splatoon but you've got PUBG coming out like a month beforehand for Xbox which is console exclusive. You got Forza 7 coming out like in October. You've got a ton of the 4K patches already for launch day for the Xbox One X for the older titles that are out there. Yeah, but you don't I don't, think, to it, about- I don't, think, I don't think the 1X is as big of a monumental launch as the Switch is supposed to be. So I don't think it's a big deal uh, that they don't have any dedicated console exclusives.
0: You
1: don't, it's w- a you different don't want, situation. You don't you don't want to you hear You get it for Christmas. Come on. Like, <laughs> hey Ma. Hey, 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 Ma! Can I get that Xbox? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. What, what game do you want for us, son? Ah, uh,
2: get four to seven, <laughs> seven or something. Yeah,
1: get, you get, you get four to
2: seven,
0: PUBG, whatever. All those. Games. Got, you know, okay, hold the fucking phone. Hold the fucking phone. Hold <laughs> for a second. You just described two games in the most niche ass fucking markets imaginable. PUBG. A game that isn't even fully released yet, and honestly, probably won't even be considered fully released, even when it arrives for the Xbox and Forza Seven, a title that, while I hold it near and dear to my heart, is not something that a lot of people are going to run out and fucking buy this console for. Um, and you're,
1: there's a new Gotta Call of, Forza Seven, baby. There's a new Call of <laughs> Duty coming Force out.
2: There's also a new Call of Duty coming out like a month before too.
0: Yeah, but we and I mean, Battlefront
2: Two is coming out a month after. So by the time wanna, Christmas rolls around, you have Battlefront Two.
0: Yeah, but Panic Crackdown 3, as much as it is not a game well, that that's blowing the seller. pants... It's no, but what it is is a it panic.
1: T- it's got no fucking games for the console. There's no con. There's no, no games. games. The, I don't give a shit. Crackdown three at the very Grand least. Grand F- Auto six comes out the day before. It, there's no <laughs> Xbox One X games. If you if you
0: bundle it's embarrassing. if you don't if you bundle like if you say PUBG is available, great. Okay, sure. You say Forza Seven is available. Yeah, okay, sure. Small market in comparison to the wide market in which Crackdown 3 covers. Crackdown 3 covers, it's like that general ass game that isn't hyper specific to fucking anything that you slap that bitch on for a release and you just play. And it covers a huge amount. It's not a game that, this isn't like I mean, I just, this is a terrible comparison. It's like Knack for PlayStation 4. Oh, fuck.
1: Game. I turned it on, played an oh, hour, and so turned bad. it off. Oh, it was that was one the of show. the
0: shittiest games ever made. But, uh, uh, but it was there, and it was a general fucking game. That is what you need at a launch, is you need a general-ass game. And Forza 7 and PUBG... Are not really as good not as they are. General ass games are not general ass games. They're a little specific. Uh, they're they're definitely a little specific. But regardless, uh it's it's unfortunate. Uh they're still talking about how it has an amazing launch, you know, uh, cycle of games. Cuphead is gonna be there. That's the game the, like the games they talk about are PUBG, um, Forza Seven and Cuphead. None you of those order that crazy collectors edition I showed you. <clears throat> of what? Cuphead? Cuphead yeah.
1: No, I just, I'm just getting you know,
0: regular ass cuphead And I got the
1: vinyls coming up be for the cool. soundtrack Yeah, that'll be yeah. cool Listen, you know how bad this is going to fuck Crackdown? It's going to fuck Crackdown oh, it so Oh, ain't going to sell anymore, so long. they're done Dude, the only reason why that shit was going to sell it's Is because, because it's the it only fucking game to buy That yeah. was it, that's the only thing And now that the game's going to be late And other games are going to come out You can kiss like 60% of your sales Gone Because ain't nobody want Crackdown 3 Ain't nobody want that shit Two people their hope and they're they're too that busy it, waiting and fucking well, one of, them be, one of them is be on a raffle.
0: <laughs> All right. So. I need a raffle for Crackdown 3. That's what I need. I need a fucking r- I need I need I need I need fake fucking demand for for Crackdown 3 to drive up the price for the for the, the oh title and start God. raffling it off at game Stops everywhere. Uh anyway, Moving on from poor Crackdown three and poor Xbox One X, we've got uh, the last thing to, to talk about in this segment, and this is kind of crazy. Amazon Prime. As I update, as I update this, every everything in here has been insert something and then woes. Amazon woes. Amazon Prime. So Amazon Prime. If you're part of it, you've as a gamer, it was fantastic because you got twenty percent off of new game purchases which is fucking huge. That's a lot of money in a year if you're buying a good number of games. You're getting like a free game every three yeah. games that you buy. That's yeah. pretty big. So you've got uh, 20% off, and that was even after the game released for a small window, you would still get 20% off, uh, and and then it would go away afterwards. So we've now gotten to the point where unfortunately, Amazon has decided with no fanfare whatsoever to reduce that to only pre-orders, but not but not all games can still be pre-ordered at the discount. For example, I think uh, I think it was like a, a Call of Duty or Battlefield or something. Uh, they weren't uh, available uh, at the reduced price. For what reason? Still, nobody fucking knows. And then in Canada, because fuck Canadians... Uh, even when you do find the game and you pre-order it and it's at the right time at the right place and the moons and stars are fucking aligned, you got that shit. It's not 20%, it's 10. Again, with no, like, no emails sent out, no messages, no, uh, fucking press I'm releases. Sure that, I'm sure there be something why. in
1: it. Probably something in a terms of service or an update or something quick to read. Through. It was just a prime Listen, bonus. It's not something this, even guaranteed ever. Yeah, you know what? The, the, this was to be expected. Can't we Can't really get upset with this. Amazon Prime brings out Amazon. Uh, brings out the Prime, and they're doing everything it's in the book. Crazy value to, to get with. people to get people to sign up on this. The amount of money that uh, that I get out of my Amazon Prime is ridiculous. I mean. I a stacked
2: up over yeah, that I save so much
1: on shipping because I pay anybody free shipping every at day. all that lives like a normal person typically buys things online. Typically. I mean if you've got if you own a credit card, chances are you're 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 buying things on Amazon. And even if you don't, you're getting prepaid credit cards to buy things on Amazon. So the amount of money that I like that I save from Amazon Prime alone and then also being a Twitch person where you can give back to somebody in the community and you get all these other little perks, the value is there. I mean, come on. The 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 it was like a hundred it's like what, a hundred bucks a year and it's like even less in the States, but it's like 100 bucks a hundred bucks here for an entire twelve months. And I'm not gonna sit here and complain. I've actually never pre ordered a game using Amazon Prime because I don't buy games for consoles. It's pretty rare. So it is what it is. But even still, even if I was to be buying those games, I'm losing ten percent, which is going to be a couple of dollars on a on a game. It's not really the end of the world. And they, they're doing this; they did all these great incentives to get people locked on to Amazon Prime and bring them in. And now that they got you, you you're not going to. Most people are not going to go. Oh, I can't get twenty percent off. I'm canceling. It's I, like I, I gets, actually,
0: I actually think that will I don't happen. Think so. I think that will don't, I don't happen. I, so. I, I,
1: I, you think, get so I think so much people, other value out of it. Some people, some people will cancel. I'm sure there are exceptions, but you save so much money on everything else. The only reason why you'd be canceling at that point is just out of spite. It's just like you know what? I can't believe you did this to me. I'm I'm going to cancel and, and start losing more money than I would if I canceled.
0: Well, I mean, it's that's that's perfectly fair. I still think it's going to happen because I think people are just going to feel uh, they're just swindled. No, not quite. Although you could technically use that, I suppose to some degree, uh, but no, they're 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 just. I mean, the value the value from Amazon Prime there's a, a broad reach, but you have to think in 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 general terms. Here is that uh, odds are uh, a lot of people that would have had it uh, in our space, you know, outside of the Twitch thing. You know, not everyone's on Twitch, not everyone's watching games and and subbing to random people with the free shit uh, or whatever. Uh, they're not they're not buying. You know, uh, sixteen packs of fucking Kleenex on Amazon, having free shipping delivered to their doorstep, and and you know whatever else. Uh, they use it for for the other benefits that come with it, whether that's like Kindle related shit, or in this case, the you know a twenty percent a twenty percent discount is a massive incentive. That's not a minor. That's that's not like a footnote incentive that goes below like free two day shipping or some shit. That's like a fucking big incentive for people so uh, while obviously this is not going to be some sort of en masse fucking you know protest where they all hold hands and walk out of prime at the same time I still think they're going to see um, a fair a fair drop from it uh, not that they probably couldn't use that because Amazon just loses money every day anyway so maybe they fucking need that shit and they're like you know what we need to back off because we <laughs> we can't fucking make up for this with AWS we need to make money somewhere else so maybe that's part of the problem. I just thought it was it was kind of shitty that they didn't talk about it. They didn't let anyone know. It was just, fuck it. Let's see if nobody notices that they go to pre-order a game and they're not getting their shit anymore. I just, it just seems like such a silly thing for them not to, uh, to talk about. But yeah, uh, I mean, I've ordered, I'll say for experience, I've, I've pre-ordered um, stuff for Amazon Prime with the 20% discount. Uh, I usually reserved it for limited edition stuff that was more expensive than a regular uh, video game purchase. So instead of spending, you know, instead of saving 20 percent on seventy bucks, I'm saving twenty percent on hundred and seventy bucks. Or I think that's probably part of the reason why I started bucks. doing that. <laughs>
2: yeah, they uh, were taking a pretty big they would take a pretty big hit on that.
0: Yeah, ex- exactly. So I'm sure there's good reasons for it. I probably I'm not going to like sit there and say that they're. You know, that they, they're they making horrible business choices or some shit, but uh, people are probably going to walk on it, and I think a lot of people are going to be relatively pissed off that they weren't informed about it. Like, they're, they're just not telling them about it. Well, uh, like I said, you,
1: we, I'm sure there is an update on, on it, or when you sign up for Amazon Prime, the, it may be part of that contract where it says at any point, things can change. Oh, well, of like, course, you know, that's always and, and there. Anytime. Well, sure. I mean, yeah, uh,
0: absolutely. Legally, they've got themselves their ass covered. I mean, six ways to Sunday, but... I mean, fuck! Come on, they
1: they announce literally everything else. They can tell but me. I mean that i hey, need I to mean buy a stroller so for five cancel, years from now. Like, are you going to cancel your Amazon Prime now that you're only getting ten percent instead of twenty percent? Like, it, you're still going to save is the only, more money than what you're going to spend. The
0: only the only reason that I wouldn't is because the stuff that I purchase in terms of the cost of shipping. So I'm not, especially in Canada. In Canada, it's a bit different in the, <laughs> than in the states because we don't. We don't get nearly as much shit as the people in the States do for Amazon Prime. It's actually kind of fucking disgusting the differences between the two uh, the, the two countries. Um, the only reason that I that I wouldn't is because for the business that we're in, the type of shit that I'm buying, the the shipping cost is a good savings for me. But if I was not doing this shit and I was just, you know, using Amazon for more every day stuff and not the the hefty kind of electronic type shit that we buy more frequently
1: on amazon Then i probably would cancel it in canada but don't you but don't you but don't you think that the people that are buying video games are going to be technically the same people that are buying monitors that are buying consoles that are buying all those other things like it's the demographic they're there it's not like my mom is 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 buying me video games a few times uh uh, a year, and she's going to save on that. The vast majority of people that are buying it are buying their headsets, are buying on cyber whatever. Are These are the people that are locked into these Amazon deals, and they know what Amazon Prime is, and they're linked up. And chances are they're on Twitch as well or know of Twitch. So, you know, I, I, I don't think it's a big deal. It sucks. I mean, I'm not going to sit here. You know, I feel like I'm defending Amazon, <laughs> but, I, you know, hey, it sucks. You lose a note on 10%. But it's still so much. It's still there's still so much value. I don't think many people are gonna like be up in arms about it.
0: I I, I will be. I will say that I I will be considering canceling it if only because uh, I had originally also got it so that I would have um, Amazon Video because of stuff like the Grand Tour. And uh, programming that shows up there, but again, Canada kind of gets the fucking ass end of all that shit. So Do you not get like man in High Castle* and stuff. Um, I, I, the last time I checked, all all I know is the last time I checked, a uh, Canada at best, uh, is delayed, uh, dramatically behind in a lot of shit. The other thing that bothered me is with the Kindle what I just that I just picked up recently. We don't get to uh, lend books. Uh, oh, you don't get books, like unlimited and all that. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't get the ability to borrow, I should say, uh, or make use of like ninety percent of the fucking Kindle shit. Uh, so you know, there's Kinda there's sucks. a lot. Yeah, though. it just fucking blows. So there's a lot of stuff that we don't get that in the states. It's like Amazon Prime is a no brainer in the states. If you're in the states and you don't have Amazon Prime, you done fucked up because they blow you daily in the states. But in Canada. We get about 50% of the shit that the states do, does. So, so you get blown it, every other day? Every
1: other day. It's not
0: as great it's a still, deal.
1: It's still worth. I mean, it's it's like $3. It's, I don't know how much it is a month, but it Honestly,
2: isn't much. Honestly, I, I, on shipping it's, alone, I've saved my prime cost because I, I, I've checked my stats. I've done seven 90-something like orders in 2017 from Amazon.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: So, you know, I, like two, three bucks a pop on shipping. Yeah, just, just everyday things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't
1: Amazon that much, but you know things I do buy. It just it, just shipping alone just co- it just covers like it just covers the shit. Like you know, just shipping.
0: You know what isn't twenty percent off? Our Patreon. But you should go and, and fucking support us on Patreon anyway because we are still we are we are in a perpetual state of four thousand ish. <laughs> <laughs> on patreon and we we i mean they don't want to see Dungeons and dragons bro i uh, they don't want to see dungeons and dragons they hold don't want to see us hold do on, the the, on, the movie on. commentaries they're hold just on. just not there yet uh no they we're don't we're gonna see go this shit they don't yeah, want to exa- see this look at this like, fancy i can look. see my face in those books they don't want to see this shit so fancy all those D D manuals hardcover too what the fuck they're, all, they're always undercover, uh, ladies. <laughs> ladies, ladies did you buy man. those on Amazon by any chance? Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna we're gonna go to break. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back with uh, with segment two. We're gonna be talking about uh, the movies and, and and TV news of the last week. So you can sit tight uh, for that. We will return. Uh, but until then, enjoy the sellout hype. And man, do we ever appreciate those who buy into that sellout. We'll be right back. Hey guys, if you're enjoying Technical Alpha and are interested in supporting us, do I have a solution for you? We've set up a Patreon page to help us, help you, help us, and you! We've got a list of options that would make a used car salesman cry that provide you with a range of goodies for your support. Head on over to patreon.com slash technicalalpha to see what's up for grabs. Do you like badges and stuff? Subscribe to us on Twitch TV to get, well, badges and stuff. Technical Alpha is live-streamed every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch.tv slash Technical Alpha, so if you're in the neighborhood, be sure to stop by. Listening to us on iTunes, Google Play Music, or another podcast app? If you're having a good time, be sure to give us a thumbs up. It's a simple thing, but it goes a long way in helping us reach more people, and really, more people should be able to judge us feverishly. It's only fair. Honestly, though, while we like to joke about the cello, just being a regular listener is a huge help, and we're incredibly thankful for all of your support. Technical Alpha will continue soon, so sit tight. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, as we move on to segment two here on the Technical Alpha podcast. Let me just just type that in real quick. Uh, Yeah, we're moving into our TV movies... Uh, Jeff spent more time dealing with cars and policemen than he has in, in retro games, so I'm guessing we don't have to worry about that this week so we can move right into our, uh, our TV and movie stuff. Uh, hey guys, Star Wars is a pretty popular franchise. It does relatively well, uh, and Disney, now that they have their hands on it, they want to do as much Star Wars as they can possibly conjure up. And so it's not going to come as a shock. Uh, when we, uh, discuss not one, not two, but three different, uh, movies, one of which is basically locked in, two of which I believe are, are more up in the air, uh, not completely known for sure, but I would be mind fucked if they didn't happen in some capacity. We have a Yoda movie, a Boba Fett movie, and the one that we know basically is going to happen probably next um, as the, the in-between movie thing is the Obi-Wan movie, who apparently now has a director locked in, uh, and it's the gentleman who did the Billy Elliot, uh, Billy, the Billy Elliot, oh my goodness, Adam, go to bed, Billy Elliot movie, which means, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that makes him Oscar, uh, material. Wasn't it Stephen Daldry who did The Crown? I, don't I know he was is floated it? as
2: well. They had a couple of people floated.
0: All I'm doing is I'm citing the the Screen Rant stuff from this week. Stephen so,
2: Daltrey. I thought it was Stephen Daltrey, but I'm, yeah, oh, it is. Yeah, that's that's, that's
0: the who,
1: same that's guy. who's is directing it? the Obi One. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He did is the that crown. Not the same guy yeah. then. That he did... D- yeah, he directed Billy. Oh, he did? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go.
0: I wouldn't have been able to tell you either way, but there you go. You have your you have your more direct your more mm-hmm. direct answer. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's start, let's start with the, the one that we know more about for sure, or the know that that's coming down the pipe. It's the Obi-Wan movie. We now have th- this director in, uh, in hand, uh, a very well-to-do director, uh, as we've just discovered. And apparently it's rumored-ish that McGregor, Ewan McGregor might come back. Uh,
1: it's not not rumored it is expected expected Uh, yeah it's 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 pretty much guaranteed i mean he never had a problem with the role he loved the role he loved it It, everywhere he goes people ask him about it he's he said he would do another one um i don't think they want to say anything because i believe that he is actually in episode eight Mm. uh, in the form of a force ghost and I think uh we're gonna see him there and then that's when we will know essentially that we're gonna get the uh we're gonna get mm. the obi- one movie so I think we're gonna see him in in episode eight in some way in a, in a force goes form and uh that'll be it and if and if the if obi-1 is in that and it's not McGregor then it's not it will be the person it, it will be the person that they have playing him in in there yeah you know what I yeah, mean yeah. but who else are they gonna do I mean the that was the only part of the prequels that everyone had a consensus that didn't suck was Obi-Wan. He, he was he the did, guy he, he who did well. He delivered the shitty lines well, he acted well, he was he the survived, saving grace of the prequels. He survived all three
0: movies. So he was he was actually the one of the no, or, he carried like, the, the only, role.
2: he carried the role he was the
0: only good actor, basically, yeah. that, exi- that that survived to go through all three movies, and he did his role really well, so uh, so that was, yeah, absolutely, and I, w- I would, I mean, rumored, expected, yes, absolutely, uh, I mean, I think everyone would expect it, because it's not like Ewan has suddenly aged horribly to the point where it wouldn't make no, he's sense. He's
1: actually, like, around the same age. As the character yeah. would be, uh, well, he's be like ten, a ye- little like I think, like ten years. They don't uh, have to do much work. Younger. They can do. It they don't. With yeah, they work. they don't do much. Yeah, they do yeah they're not work. doing too much yeah. for
0: it. I mean, he's. It's so. not like he's aging horribly. So, uh, so that would be great. And so he's good. That, I uh, like him. I like him as an actor. Is that an intervening
2: period, Obi Wan, like in between the trilogies,
1: or are they going yeah. early? No, it's gonna be in between. In between. Yeah.
2: Yeah. From what I'm from
1: what I'm reading is that we'll, that's when it will likely take place. Is is finding out what happened. I think we'll also get more of a story on what happened with Luke Skywalker. Mm. Um, I think there'll be something going on with that too. So you might more even of an exposition see, movie in the middle, exactly, exactly. And if it is, I would like to. I would like it to be um, focused on Obi Wan, a character driven film. I think they can because,
2: like, if you if you think about Obi Wan as a character from the trilogy to what you see in the original mm-hmm. episodes, mm-hmm. Um, even though they were different actors, he was a lot like darker and he cared a lot less mm-hmm. in the second, tri- in, in four, five, six. Like you can mm-hmm. tell he kind of seemed bitter and jaded. It might've been the actor and how he was delivering it compared to mm-hmm. the passionate Jedi night we had in the first three. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think that movie would be really well served if it goes in the middle and goes. What turned him into such a jaded asshole? Other than you know all the Jedi being killed, like what exactly. happened?
1: I think we're going to learn a lot about um, not only Darth Vader, um, mm-hmm. but you know Luke Skywalker. I think it'd be great to kind of it'll fill in that what gap happened? where what happened w- within this massive period of time. You know, what, what what went down? what the hell so, did Kylo do? That uh, Luke exactly, ran off. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that'll be a good movie for it, but I don't want it to be a big, extravagant space opera. I would like it to be focused, kind of like Logan was. I want a Rogue not One, like a rated, rated Exactly. I think all of these. I
0: think all of these in betweeners are going to be character-focused films. I don't think any of them are going to be the you know the the blockbustery you know action extraordinary thing. I think I think that's exactly the purpose that these films are supposed to be serving. Right? They're meant to be. Uh, character, story-driven pieces handled by directors that specialize in, in that exact thing and then leave the the bombastic, over-the-top stuff for the mainline
1: trilogy, right? Like, that, that, that's kind of what they're yeah. shooting for here. Yeah. I mean, you would, yeah. But, I mean, even Rogue One was a little... Rogue One was focused, Rogue but One it Rogue One was it a darker had, movie. Yeah, it was definitely darker, but it, it was still... There was still something very theatric about it. Um, I think they're going to stick with the theatrics. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. It's Star Wars, you know. But I hope we don't get another, you know, BB-8 where they're where they're trying to sell toys. Um, I I just hope that we just get the character, some really cool shit. Um, We can there's 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 an arc there. We can watch the development of of Obi Wan and get some more insight on other things that we didn't know about that would just add to the whole story so yeah but as of right now i mean it's happening so yeah. um the only way I, i'm not gonna be i'm gonna be salty is if mcgregor isn't uh playing Obi. obi-wan yeah and somebody somebody they get some fucking i don't know i mean who else is gonna play right so well, it, it's gonna if be if i him. remember
2: correctly didn't obi-wan run into darth maul again at some point in the intervening period
0: is, uh, is he that still know. is that still canon that's iffy, but it
2: wasn't. It wasn't in. It wasn't in the extended universe, but it was in comics, and Disney hasn't been terribly clear on where the comics fall.
1: Yeah, well, that's. I just, don't know. I don't think we're gonna yeah. see a Darth Maul in it, yeah. but I. Th- I think. Um, we're. It'll. Right. I think they'll. Right. They'll add more to it. To, to, it'll tie into yeah. the the big the big grandiose vision. So that's good. As for Yoda, um, it's not really a. I mean, somebody just kind of threw that out there. I don't, I don't think a Yoda we're gonna movie. see. I don't think we're gonna see Yoda movie, but the Boba Fett one is like legitimate. They have been talking a, about a Boba Fett movie for a long time. A lot. Same with the Yoda survived, one. He survived. But, the
2: getting thrown into the, the Starlight or yeah, whatever. Starlight. Yeah. So him, what happened to him is probably gonna be that will be interesting because he's bounty hunters are still around.
1: Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's all good. It's all so good. Who, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Oh, I had questions. I did too. I had questions. Who do we you, have no answers. Who do you
0: who do you think who do you think uh, they do Boba Fett? Are they going to bring the same guy back to do Boba Fett, or are they going like, to? Do you think they're what do you think they're going to do with Boba Fett? Are they going to go past before they going to fill in? What are they What are they doing with Boba? Are all these movies going they to can do? They might do. They might do like with the young Han Solo where they go before.
2: I think for Boba Fett because he kind of was he kind of just showed up in four, five, six. And I don't know. I think I
1: I, I almost feel like they're going to go after. I think something's going to go on after. um, Because the way I look at it is Boba Fett is not really a big character. Um, he was just he, well he, liked. He, yeah, it w- he was a cool character, but he's I mean, the phasma it, he did, of the original trilogy. Yeah, he didn't he didn't do much. <laughs> he didn't have much of a presence. Yeah, it's, um, he got I one up think, on Han Solo.
2: I, That's what happened.
1: I think if they want to legitimize the character and sell a bunch of toys and fucking um, you know, have him have a greater purpose than just what he did, it almost has to be afterwards, and then have him and the things that he has done as a character tie into the greater vision where we didn't know that maybe he was the person who influenced this person or impacted this to make that big thing happen. Uh, I, I I think a, a, an origin story of Boba Fett, although it would be cool at the same time, I feel like we're going to get an origin story even after because we know nothing about him. So it, it, they're going to have to explain the character. And, and, and I just think it would be more interesting afterwards Knowing the other things that have been going around in the Starcraft universe, and having him integrate himself in there, so he has a much bigger impact instead of just learning about Boba Fett and then what? Yeah. I mean, unless they um, planned a series of Boba Fett movies where we get a Boba, we get a Boba Boba Fett uh, a prequel, and then and then it turns into what we saw in Star Wars. Is like who gives a shit? Like all this buildup for that, you know him good after that. Honestly,
2: yeah. the only character movie, character driven movie, I, I don't even care about the Han Solo movie. The only character driven movies I care about was the Obi Wan one, which I'm glad they're making, and the one that I know is never going to get made was the freaking Qui Gon one.
0: Yes, yeah. I like want to see a Qui-Gon. early early Qui Gon. I want to like see him, him become the great Jedi. Obi-Wan,
2: him taking on Obi Wan and that. Like, there's a lot of lore around him. He's pretty much the one that set all of it in motion when he decided yes. he was going to train Anakin. Yes, so, Qui-Gon, like, Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon
0: and, I, and he, did, and, I mean, <laughs> if he's the one who happen, becomes it, a force ghost too, it, so. It needed, to, it needed to happen because, yeah. you know, there's only so many jump cuts that one person wants to put into a Star Wars movie. Yeah. We can't have, we can't have uh, old men running around yeah. attempting to be Jedi, but yeah, I would love to see, I would love to see Qui-Gon, he's the gray Jedi is my favorite Jedi, I would love to see... You know, you're, and you're like you said. There's
1: a shitload of lore about uh, about him, and he's the one who arguably started the whole thing. Hey, well, well he, Luke he, Skywalker he, seems to be. I mean the yeah. whole the whole gray Jedi thing is like I think the it the, comes full the, circle where they're go- yeah where they're going with all of this. Yeah, where they're not where they're not good, but they're not evil. They're just kind of well, quite in the middle. That, that was Qui Gon's thing, right?
0: Was that he was the that was his nickname. I mean, he was the gray yeah. Jedi, right? And it
1: and it well, we're gonna see a lot of that in episode yeah. eight, I think. Uh, Luke Skywalker's oh, f- He's all gray. He's, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, he's, uh, he's honestly not for think the force. He's not He honestly not think he it. figured out
2: the whole... If you think about it, like, the whole lore thing... We talked about it on a podcast a while ago. But the whole thing was the Jedi were always, like, growing the order and always growing the light side of the force. While the dark side was always, like, the one Sith Lord or whoever, after all of that stuff. And it always kind of, like, trended towards balance. And the only way you balance a massive number of light side Jedi against dark side is... Those light side guys are probably going to die, which ends up what, what happens. And then Luke again, I suspect what's going to happen in the Obi Wan movie is going to be part of that, like make show Luke's journey to the gray, where he realizes that look, I tried to grow the light side again, and again, we got pushed back into balance. And the whole prophecy of the Skywalker children bringing balance to the Force is the Jedi shouldn't exist as a full construct. In an order, you have like the middle. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I think might happen.
0: Yeah, and Yoda, Yoda's thing. Uh, I w- as much as I would love to see a Yoda movie, the odds of the it happening are basically zero. The mystery is what makes him special. Well, uh, well, I, I, you could do Yo- you could do loads of Yoda movies and never ruin the mystery of what the fuck Yoda is, because the, the secret is nobody knows. Not even George knows who not the fuck Yoda is. Yeah. So you know, it's it's uh, that's whatever. Uh, would it be kind of neat to? To go back with Yoda since he's so damn old, uh, yeah. But the problem is, it doesn't fall in line with the the current plots of these movies that that happen now, and 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 you'd have to go so far back that it, it would be disconnected, uh, and you'd almost be looking at old Republic levels of, uh, of of you know going backwards. So um, as much as I would love to see it, it's not going to happen. But I do love me some Yoda. Any any Yoda I can get, uh, I'm I'm happy with it. Um, but yeah, let's, let's move on to what the fuck. Okay. I, this is starting. Yeah. Me-
1: oh God. Oh shit. I'll be back.
0: All right. So Jeff just got called away. Um, let me, Hmm. Uh-huh. So, uh, actually, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll move this off to something that is a little less valuable as a topic until Jeff gets back. We'll talk about, uh, Apple, um, Apple moving in on some stuff here. So, uh, mind. Jeff is back. I have to go. You have to go? I have to go. Yeah. Okay.
1: Thor, uh, Thor got attacked by a porcupine.
0: Oh, okay. Well, Godspeed with that, sir. He's already gone. Uh alright, I can do that. It will eventually drop out. One second. We'll wait for that to go away, and then I think this will be fine. So uh so yeah, um Jeff just can't catch a break this week. No, so we can't. No, we can't. <laughs> no, we can. So uh Apple in lieu of seeing uh in lieu of seeing, I guess, the wild success of Uh, Netflix, I guess would be the easiest thing to say, Amazon to a lesser extent, but Netflix has been killing it with their original programming, both TV and movie related stuff. I guess they've sat back and watched this long enough that they've decided to to honestly jump into the market. And so they are, uh, they're dedicating somewhere in the neighborhood of a billion dollars, uh, over the, the next short while to start producing... Uh, that same kind of content, that original TV and and movie content for, I guess, delivery. I don't know where, like their own platform only. I guess. Um, how does that play? I, I mean, I'm not an Apple user. I literally know almost nothing about uh, about how this would work for them. Obviously, iTunes is it would be like the 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 delivery uh, mechanism. Uh, for it, but it, it, as big as iTunes is, it, do you think that would be enough of a platform to be pushing, you know, this level of of media? iTunes is a big platform,
2: and I'm sure a lot of people will eat it up, and it gives them more stuff to leverage on Apple TV. Um, I just don't know. Like I, you know, I think they kind of threw down the billion dollar number as like a wow factor thing, but money doesn't make good content, as we've seen so so in the past you know when you know people throwing money at tv shows for them bombing out um it all depends on who apple brings in to actually produce this content and how they're doing it netflix was smart with all the netflix stuff they've been doing with wow netflix has been smart with all the marvel stuff they've been doing <laughs> other than iron fist um but they've also been very picky and choosy on a lot of the initial stuff that they put out so for apple i think it all depends on what their first few things that they push out are. Because now Netflix is making tons of stuff. You know, their comedy stuff is doing really well. And you know, they do some documentary stuff. They're kind of dabbling in a little of everything. But if you think about it, the first Netflix thing they came out with was like House of Cards. And that was mm. brilliant. So I think Apple, if they wanna even have a shot in this market, Amazon did the same thing. Um, you know, Man in High Castle, Grand Tour, those are like some big original those are like some of the really big original content ones that they came up with that are great. So in order for Apple to even have a shot, they need something of that caliber, something really thought-provoking, interesting good television. you know I I would say arguably they need to do it better because people have already like in the video platforms, you know people have already kind of chosen sides. They've got their Netflix, they've got their Amazon and you know they have maybe one or two other services but they're not like they're not looking to stamp on like a third service just for you know whatever content.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's getting to the point. It's it's getting to the point now where whereby the you know la- was it last week we talked about Disney pulling their stuff from Netflix. Um, they're actually not necessarily pulling all of their stuff.
2: Apparently, they're they're probably going to be keeping the Marvel. They're in you know, they're in the talks right now to yeah. keep
0: some of that stuff, like yeah. Marvel
2: and like the Star Wars movies, yeah. as they come out, because Disney kind of acknowledges that Netflix is the show.
0: Yeah, so uh, I mean to some extent we still have some flexibility there with with Netflix having reached a critical mass I think is probably the only reason that that is the way that it is. But we're it's 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 kind of annoying to me now because we, everyone is starting to come up with their own shit. And they all expect you to pay basically the same amount of money for uh for their platform, almost all of them, Netflix provides by far the largest library. it's not even fucking close to my knowledge you know Amazon has a good selection but amazon uh but but Netflix, I should say, as far as value goes, I think anyone is going to say that at least in North America is by far the best uh in in this segment so. But there's just so many of them, and now they're all coming. Now the big guys, the guys that make the content, are coming out with their own. I mean, HBO being on TV to begin with, I'm going to give them a pass on this one. You know, that's, well, HBO's that's, always that's, been premium; they've always been a premium always service, been. and they've been around for a long time. But for but the for 80s, Disney like, to come out thing. with their shit, and we've now got uh, and we've got Amazon, we've got Apple, we've got Crave, we've got uh, Hulu, all, all these, yeah. And, and, and it's, it's funny because when only a couple of these existed at first and Netflix specifically in, you know, for me personally, as a consumer, it was liberating because it, it made me, um, it kind of brought a lot of shit together and reduced the amount of fuckery in terms of regular cable TV that I had to deal with. Uh, it and, was,
2: it was like, I didn't want a la carte per se, yeah. like cable. Everyone thought cable was oh I want to pick and choose what I want. I'm like. No, I just want a giant library of things, and I just want to watch things. I don't want hassle, whatever. And Netflix gave yes. that to me. Netflix just gives me a giant thing. I sit down on my couch. I'm like, I want to watch this. That's what I'm watching. And, yeah. you know, that's the show. Like, it's simple, it's easy, and I pay my one My I pay my one reasonable fee a month. Unfortunately, a lot of content providers like, I want my cut of the pie. I don't want to, like, yeah. license my content out. I want to have my own thing. So now it's like, oh, I have to go to the Amazon app. I have to go to the netflix app i have to go yep. to the hbo app you and know it's gotten that's where roku comes out it's like oh well, yeah no, you do know, this
0: then roku uh puts it all together and there are even oh. higher inboxes that that uh that take it even further than what roku did and 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 puts it all together grant on like a granular level it's not even just just having the apps on the ro- on the roku i mean they put all of the content on each of those services into a uh, like a menu service that you would have on cable. Like you you just this endless list of the shit that you can watch. Uh, but then you're paying money for that too. And it just like, it, it got to the point now where, where it, or gets to the point where, you know, you're almost spending as much money doing this. A lot of people drop their cable packages in lieu, you know, in lieu of uh, all of this stuff. And now it feels like you're almost basically just paying the same amount of money <laughs> for all of these different services to cover your bases uh then you you know as you were when you were when you were just doing cable so I, I don't know it's it's weird it's it's aggravating for me uh at this point um I I just I just I, I, want my one or two services I don't need
2: like 40 of them
0: yeah and and you know now that Disney does CBS. it it signals it signals people. They're all going to do it. Disney does something. Other people are going to do it too. Apple's doing it. You fucking better believe other I people can, are doing to I do can,
2: it. I can give Disney a slide on their own content service for the sole purpose of they have so much content of their own. And they're not like trying to roll a half-assed platform. They bought Major League Baseball's platform, BAM Tech or whatever. Yeah. And that is actually one of the first you know, streaming music or streaming video services that was well regarded. So it's, they, you know, they've got good tech. They, you know, they have a huge content catalog and they're planning to do original content for the catalog. Um, Disney, I can give a pass to just because they're massive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, as it stands right now, obviously there's still enormous value in just having one or two of these services, but I'm telling you, it's like that now. At, there, there, there is going to, you know, it's in, it's inevitable. This this is the, this is just the ebb and flow of the of the market. This is just how it's going to be. Eventually, these services are going to cost either more money individually, or they're going to uh, they're going to be prolific in in number in, in in just how if you're going to get everything that you want. You know, if you're really want to go after something, and then I mean, obviously people can go pirate whatever the fuck they want, but for people that are trying to to live a little bit more legitimately, uh, it will it will become more and more difficult because there's just going to be more and more services, and it's it's yeah. kind of aggravating because, um, you know, traditional TV seems to be just slowly working its way into the you know this sector that was. So aptly dismantling the shit model that is cable TV. And now we seem to be sidestepping into some weird hybrid between on demand and cable delivery it's, on it's, demand a la carte
2: yeah it's so <laughs> it's yeah like, exactly it's just like seriously <laughs> come on man this i, I want to demand stuff but i have to pick who i'm demanding it from
0: exactly just fuck i just give me give me one or two but anyway that's it, it you know it is it is what it is uh it's happening i'm interested to see what they come out with uh apple uh, I'm I'm intrigued with what path. I they just go. want to know
2: what their first series they're coming out with. You know what's going to be the headliner.
0: Are they going to Are they going to do a, a Netflix thing where they build from scratch? House of Cards, or Jersey do they, Shore Redux. Who knows? Or they, or yeah. Or do they take a, a already existing you know uh, series of some kind or a previously existing series and build off of, uh, you know, that, uh, that's really what, what I'm interested in. And then just the fidelity of it. And of course, what, what, where can I get it? Yeah. And, and, and that will be uh, the big thing Inclusive Exclusive for on your Apple iPad devices. Probably. Uh, probably. The only reason I have one in this house is because I get it for free when I switch banks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only reason I have an Apple device in this house and I still don't really use it uh so let's move on to let's see what makes the most sense here you know what we'll end on that uh, on on game of thrones we'll do this movie pass so in a in a similar vein here mostly because i actually have one yeah so movie pass was was founded by i believe one of the original netflix guys right Mm -hmm. like so he was one of them So, uh, MoviePass, for those who don't know about it, and probably many people that aren't in the states would be in that category, because I believe it only exists in the, like, mainland, you know, states, uh, is basically a service whereby you pay X number of dollars a month, and you can watch unlimited amounts of movies in that month, as long as it's one movie per day, you don't watch the same movie more than once and a handful of other small but totally to- uh, irrelevant uh, you know, caveats that, that most people wouldn't give a flying fuck about because of the value they're getting at this price point. Now, previously to this announcement where they changed it to $10 a month, which is insane. I pay that for popcorn for fuck's sake. $10 mm-hmm. a month. Uh, It was it was more than that previously, and now it's at ten bucks unlimited. I I can't even. How do they even make money? Like, okay, so you you're in this shit. They don't. They don't actually. They they
2: explicitly stated what what's going on here. So Um, how? they explain. Yeah. So this is this is the thing. They know they're losing money, but the reason they're doing this is the whole plan. What they do is you use your movie pass. You have a card. You get your ticket. They pay the movie theater full price for that ticket, right? Doesn't matter what the bright they pay you full regular admission price for that ticket.
0: That's not IMAX 3D or anything. That's a regular no, no, screen. You, you, can't, you, you can't only watch
2: regular 2D movies. Yeah, that's the catch. But um, what happens is they're trying. They realize that if you go to the movie theater, you're going to buy concessions. You're going to buy this other stuff. So this is all initial. They're trying to get people back into the theaters. They know theaters want people to come in, so they're trying to pitch. This movie pass thing that like, hey, you know, we can bring people to theater. So with the $10 a month thing right now, what they're doing is they got $27 million in venture capital. Now, that money is being spent buying these movie tickets. So actually, they're giving
0: away movie tickets. That's going to evaporate in no time. But
2: they want to be able to use that as like a pilot thing to show the movie theaters like, hey, look we sold this many tickets in your theater, which brought in this many people. Um, you can probably link that to how much concessions you got from that. We're bringing more volume to you. Give us discounts on like, you know, give discount tickets to movie pass users, right? So what'll happen is movie pass users are still paying 10 bucks a month, 15 bucks a month, whatever. And the movie theater makes money on the concessions and stuff. It gets foot traffic into the theaters, which is good for them. And they still have their high margin items.
0: And you know what else plays plays into this? Like any service, uh, like any unlimited service, and it's the same yep. as like a all you can eat buffet. Hopefully you forget is that you forget and you don't use it, and they still get the the money at the end of the month. So and you know people are busy and whatever, and and honestly, they're going to have a number of people sign up for this service that don't use it, but it's ten bucks. People don't give a shit. It's ten dollars. Like what are you going like? They, they spend that in in the first three hours of work on coffee. So, I mean, you know, $10 a month is, is nothing uh, to, to worry about. So they're going to get a lot of just residual income from people that aren't using it at the theater to buy movie tickets and still getting uh, money coming through. But more importantly, like yeah, and absolutely, I can see your point. Concessions is where 90% of the margins on movies come from. But they also fight, also true here, they they're fighting an uphill battle. Coincidentally yeah. with what we were just talking about, they're fighting an uphill battle against streaming services like Netflix and Amazon and these other places where people just wait until a movie comes out and then watch it there because they're paying you know whatever a month for for Netflix and yep. and honest to fuck, I don't care what any movie theater says if they've gotten too big for their britches that's their own that's their own fucking issue. Movies are too damn expensive. It's insane. The ticket prices are too high. The the concessions are way too high. And when you get two people on a non-discounted random day of the fucking week and you go in and you and you spend that uh, uh, that money on a on a movie for two people, at least in Canada, in the states obviously it's a bit tre- cheaper. Mm-hmm. You're looking at like $60 for two people for A movie. And that's if you get, like, low-end combo concession shit. You're not getting anything fancy. You're just getting, like, popcorn and a drink to share and, like, a couple of movie tickets. And you go in and watch it. You're spending, like, 60 bucks. It's nuts. Uh, Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's too high. So that's where the value, obviously, comes in or the value proposition comes in for the consumer. The value proposition for the theaters. Hopefully they see it. Otherwise, this will all be for naught. And people like yourself will take advantage of it while it exists. But, uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's, I think it shows, I think if I get one movie a week. I get my money's worth. Yeah. I think it definitely shows that, um, it it definitely shows that the, that the theaters are charging too much. I mean, I, I don't think people aren't going to the theater cause they're lazy. I think people aren't going to the theater just because it's too fucking much money.
2: Yeah. My usual, uh, my usual run when I go to the theater is about 40 bucks, 30 bucks.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's nuts. It's it's so much money. I like I, I that's why I only go personally. It's why I only go to the theater for very specific movies and I almost exclusively go to IMAX releases. I do not go to the movie theater for a regular ass screening on a normal screen uh, to take one in. I just uh, if, if yeah. it's if, uh, you know, and and a lot of people now have it's because of the average, you know, um, the uh, the the average fidelity of TVs people own now, and the average size of TVs now. If it's you're watching, nice. yeah, if you're watching a like a drama or something that's not super crazy action, you know, w- where you make use of the of the theater setting, I mean, who in the shit wants to spend forty to sixty bucks to watch Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind on a big screen? Like, really, what are you getting? out of that other than just burning, uh, a, a whole bunch of money. So, uh, yeah, this service, I guess at the very least, all I can hope for is the service brings, you know, some, some light to the eyes of, of, of theater or, uh, owners and operators and, and maybe it spawns something that's a little bit more, uh, economically feasible, but, uh, but certainly, certainly, uh, I'm just... I, I still I like i I'm, I'm glad you cleared that up because I saw it and I was like, how do you even make money? Where We're not is, you, you you can't
2: one the crazy thing and what's awesome for me, uh they're actually working on adding my favorite theater chain to movie really, which was Alamo Drafthouse is trying you know looking to get onboarded Oh uh, well, I mean it their already tickets covers... are cheap their their tickets are already cheap to begin with they're like seven eight bucks, yeah, and their food is actually pretty good comparatively so. It, yeah, I mean, they, they
0: I think they say that they're covering 91% of theaters in the States to begin with. That's already a massive coverage map. So, uh, the boutique type stuff, like you're just describing there, is probably the, the, the last bastion of those not, not participating. Um, uh, but yeah, I imagine most of them will hop on because at the end of mm-hmm. the day, it's the theater's not losing money. Oh, yeah they're still getting the full price for movie pass so why wouldn't they join in on that
2: and eventually you know they'll probably say yeah if you have a movie pass we'll, we'll comp it 50% or whatever
0: yeah exactly exactly uh so moving on to something that uh is is always a hot topic don't worry there are no spoilers about to be ironically no spoilers
2: can't actually spoil it cuz I don't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah.
0: So Panda can't even spoil it if you wanted to. No spoilers for this. But we are going to talk uh, just briefly about the fact that that once again Game of Thrones got leaked this season. It's like a perpetual problem for Game of Thrones. Uh and it wasn't like the it, it wasn't like just a couple of things got leaked as to the, what was they happening. They aired the episode early. The whole damn episode was leaked early by what was it Spanish HBO? Yeah, uh, something ridiculous in Europe. How the fuck done fucked up?
2: How does I it even happen? Like, how does someone just not like? Yeah, you should turn that off like right now.
0: How does it? How does that happen? Like you're talking <laughs> about the about the most popular possibly TV show in the world right now. How in the shit is it that they don't have this lockdown? Movies do it all the time, TV shows, other TV shows do it all the time, yeah. and there's nobody is having these fucking issues. Game of Thrones is like the most, you know, people avoid spoilers like the play oh, I guarantee you someone
2: got fired for this. At oh, least someone, got, one person got fired we, for. We we
0: I mean we we get and we're at the point now in the show where this isn't even happening in the books anymore. Like we're we're at the point where we have we have passed where where Martin has written and he's just given plot points and they're mm-hmm. fucking giving it as they go, and so now we're when a leak happens now it's even bigger than it was before. I don't understand how in the shit they can do that, and they I can't imagine they do that intentionally. That doesn't make any sense. The show doesn't need more buzz. It's it's the show. It's the fucking Thunderdome of television. So. I mean, it's not like it's not like it's for you know, p- intentional publicity or anything, uh, but it's become a real pain in the ass. And I guess you talk, I can talk about it from the perspective of a streamer. You already run into issues whereby if you're watching a TV show that other people are are also watching at the same time as it's released weekly, you always run into the chance of somebody accidentally spoiling something that you don't want because there are lots of people in chat and they're just talking about things while you're playing the game. It just happens. Game of Thrones is one of those things that are big enough that people will go out of their way to simply fucking just flat-out spoil for people. Oh, people have been posting videos on YouTube saying trailer for whatever, whatever, but it includes
2: all the major plot points. (laughs) It's, like, ruined.
0: Yeah, everything's fucking ruined. And then, like, uh... uh, Or they'll do, like... They're, like, bots on Twitch that Mm. just get fucking sent out to just copy pasta, you know, the shit into into your stream. So I'm, like, running my stream now on sub-only mode until, uh, you know, I get to watch... Uh, you know, the episode or whatever, but oh my god, I just don't I I just don't understand how HBO has these problems get your shit together how in the fuck of all shows can you keep this shit leaked? I don't, I don't, I don't fucking get it but you don't (laughs) need to worry about it because you don't watch the show, so you're totally safe yeah, I'm just waiting for the book Well, good
2: luck on that one it's faster for me to read the book than the show oh, well
0: You might be um <laughs> you, you might be you might be dead waiting for that book to actually come out because I think Martin's going to be dead before he finally, uh, you know, finalizes it. I uh, dude, I thought Robert
2: Jordan's series was finished after he was dead. They'll find someone to finish it.
0: Dude, I thought that I thought that Martin was like 80 years old because he looks like hell warmed over. That motherfucker is like what, late 50s? Yeah. He looks like he's dying He's look. He looks like he's honest to God. He looks like he's dying, and he's only like in his do you late fifties. Why
2: HBO required all of his notes before they took the show?
0: Oh my God! This dude needs to get his health act together. Like, does he just wa- does he want to die before he's done all of his books? Like, does he just sit around and like and rewrite the same chapter over and over again and and do nothing but eat like Cheetos and lick the dust off his fingers? Like, what is he doing with himself? I can't imagine uh, what it would be like. You know he doesn't have any energy. I mean, he's a he's a late 50s, you know, dude who looks like he's in the worst possible health imaginable. Can you imagine trying yeah. to write something as epic as Game of Thrones in the lethargy that would be this man's life based on his health? It would be crazy. I, I wouldn't want to get up to take a fucking shit, let alone write a book in that condition. I would want to be, like, healthy as shit trying to write something like that. You would want to be, like, fucking... I
2: don't know Adam I feel like it's I feel like I feel like you're you're overhyping the amount of effort it takes in the physical capacity to write a book His mind is sharp even though the body may not be
0: I think that's bullshit Have you ever eaten like crap for long periods of time and then and then try and 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 compare that to eating properly and having exercise and your two brain states between those two things I go from I go from a fucking bam like bumbling retard If I'm not eating well, I'm not sleeping well, I'm not exercising, if I eat well and I even have the smallest amount of exercise, I am at least 50 to 60% more effective at literally any, any task wiping my own ass. I am better at it in those conditions than not like it is science. It's not even like, it's not even like a, some people do it better.
2: Here's the thing. Some people, it is, it is though. Like I eat like, like, I legitimately eat like shit. I don't sleep at all, and I'm constantly in, like, some state of falling apart, as evidenced by my face at the moment. But I am extremely effective at my job. Better than most people sitting there, and it's just like I'm not so? saying that you're not. What I'm saying, no, no, is, but that's what I'm saying. Like George R. 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 Martin is one of those type of writers. He's a savant when it comes to writing that type of stuff.
0: Just what I'm saying is, you would be you, and he, and anyone else would be infinitely more effective. It doesn't mean that you're bad. It just means that you would be way more effective. Like you can, like we're worried. Maybe his ultimate troll is that he will die. That
2: he's the character that he dies is the character that, the story that dies. Is done. Oh yeah. my god! Well, the series is over, and then
0: every, technically everyone's dead. Then right, if he never finishes, I just uh, it just it just kills me softly because like I, uh, um, I just think about it for him. It must be a huge mental weight. No matter how sarcastic and dry and and brush off Georges and in interviews and everything, I damn well fucking know that inside he is going. Ah, pretty much all day because he has the weight of so many millions of people waiting I with bated breath. You can't not care. It is impossible. As a creative person... Have you read his Twitter? As as a creative per- Dude! That's like saying that Rob Williams couldn't possibly be fucking depressed because he was the happiest, most animated person in the world for his entire fucking career. It's like... You, you can't judge somebody's internal shit by how they're acting externally, you can only at best have like a semblance of what's going on. In reality, I think we both well know, I'm pretty good at hiding when I'm fucked up. You're pretty good at hiding when you're fucked up. It's not out of the realm of possibility that George R.R. R. Martin has a Twitter account that doesn't expose how fucked up he is. I mean, it's not really that difficult. The only person <laughs> that has trouble with that is Trump and Jaden Smith. Everyone else has got their shit on fucking lock on Twitter. Those two... Oh, Actually, I shouldn't say that. It's uh, fucking, uh, uh, what's her her name, uh, that did uh, Harry Potter. Um, Fuck. Why can't I think of her name right now? That's terrible. Emma Watson? No, the girl who wrote fucking... Oh, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. uh, She's also falling apart on Twitter. But for everyone else, Mm. we do a pretty good job at it. It's not out of the realm of possibility. It just so, let's just actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna send my uh,
2: previous statement on calling George R. R. Martin a, uh, a an effective writer for the sole purpose of I, I'm just looking at this tweet he posted on August 4th. I'm gonna read it in quote verbatim. I am in New York City, and everywhere I go, people know me, stop me on the street, ask for selfies. The only place I was not recognized was my publisher's offices. Where the security guards stopped me and demanded to see my ID. Smiley face.
0: Oh God. I'm telling you, dude, internally, he's screaming. He's fucking screaming. All right, <laughs> and I think the show has made it worse. I think the show has made him lazier about it. Like, well, he's, yeah, because he's got he's got all the proceeds coming in and all the royalties and stuff. He can be slower, exactly. Just like yeah. oh. the books made it; they've already got spin off series planned. But I can guarantee, I can guarantee he's feeling That he doesn't it. have to write for. Oh yeah. Oh, but he's he's definitely fucking screaming about it because nobody nobody can just nobody as a create. Very few creators I've ever known in my life as artists. And I, I've I've only dated two artists for half of my entire life, basically, nobody that's a creator is ever particularly good at doing something, putting it out in the fucking public, and not internally going, ah. So no matter how good Martin seems to be at it, especially on the level of Game of Thrones, Song of Ice and Fire, whatever you want to fucking call it, uh, it's definitely taking its toll and i want to say a good chunk of the reasoning why it slowed so significantly is because he is stressing the fuck out he's just showing up at cons and signing well, signatures that's part of, well, and,
2: i don't i wouldn't necessarily say it's about stressing out when the show becomes popular part of the thing is you have to go out more you have to go do more events. You have to do your press tours. It's like no, you as a don't. Writer- You're
0: George RR Martin, you say, go fuck yourself. I've got a book to finish before I die of morbid obesity. You're like, what the fuck is? Wow, he-? that is rude. Look at him. <laughs> he looks like he's 30 years older than he actually is. I'm not like, I'm not like saying some crazy libel shit. The dude is literally, everyone is concerned he's dead before he finishes the book. He's probably how concerned older, how about old, it. How old do you think he is? I think he's like between 58 and 63. He is 68 years old. Well, there you go. He still looks like he's 84. No, oh, he, he looks like he's in the early 70s. Bullshit, he does. <laughs> my ninety-three year old grandmother in heart failure looks healthier than George R.R. R. Martin, for wow. God's sake. Wow. Oh my god. Adam, in the honor
2: of Jeff not being here and you know, the tragedy there. I'm gonna let you have this
0: one. <laughs> you win. <laughs> this one is yours. Oh my god. No, but real talk, I hope he does finish the shit because people will Damn. people will commit mass suicide. Or genocide, guys. Depending on on how they take it, if that it's man. It's been six years since we got the last book. That's getting a bit excessive. Like that's 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 kind of that's that's getting on there. They have the cover art done for it. Yeah, I just. <laughs> they have the cover art. Well, you know, we got to, we got that far. That's look, good. you can't judge the book without it, right? That's true. Yeah, this is very true. That's that's, that's good. That's very good. Um, but yeah. As <laughs> uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it for side A of Technical Alpha. Uh, Jeff is if you missed it, Jeff is uh, away mid podcast because apparently Thor was. Uh, Attacked by his very lovely dog that we uh, love. Yes, was attacked by a porcupine, which really means Thor, like all dogs in such situations, got way too curious, went to go sniff the porcupine's ass. The porcupine said, back the fuck up. Thor said, I'm bigger than you. I'm going to smell your ass. Oops, I might be blind now. So that's pretty much what we're... I hope not. I yeah, know. I we hope wish not. The best. It's he's, not. He's it's really not a very
2: very adorable dog.
0: It's not particularly often that the spines actually get to the eyeballs, but uh, yeah, we have no idea what's going on there. But he took off obviously to take Thor into the vet. So uh, Thor is going to be thinking about his life choices for the next couple of weeks while that heals up. Uh, we'll see you guys uh, on side B. Uh, just uh, just the two of us panic. We could put that song on in between, but we can't. Just the two of us. <laughs> we should probably not sing it either. Uh, and oh, we'll God, be, yeah, no. we will be right back. For those of you on Twitch, don't go anywhere uh, on YouTube, iTunes, unless it's already uh, posted up. You can uh, just wait, uh, wait a few days, and it will be in your boxes. Which sounded way more sexual than it needed to. <laughs> Until then, guys, peace. <laughs>